Hello and welcome to another edition of Let's Talk About Nothing podcast, the podcast where we do occasionally talk about something. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron. I'm another host, Liam. I'm Dan. That Dan is officially... so cool, doesn't he? That's his trademark thing. Like, I'm so sick. I just don't think I can call myself a host because I do literally nothing. You, if you have said one more word there than you normally do as well. Yeah. You you said, I'm Dan. Dan. You yeah. just get Dan in a really non-interested but manner. I do very little, so I feel like if I said, like, I'm Dan, that'd be like, or no, I'm one of, if I said, yeah, but if I said, outside the podcast, within the podcast, you are co- you're quiet, so you're so quiet. Am I? Yeah. You have, you have gone a bit quiet, and he is very loud, so I'm just getting, yeah, it's probably just Dan, sorry. Dan being louder than everyone else. Within the podcast, you do quite a bit. Outside, like, the realms of recording, you do fuck all. So, like, yeah, but I do literally nothing. I don't come up with ideas. I don't. Promote. I don't. No, to be honest, ideas. But the one, well, one idea you came up with, but then that idea lasted like thirty seconds. So we had to scrap that whole episode. You two done your shots? Oh shit! No, it's not oh, shots. Yeah. Have you done your shot? No, I've got it here. I was waiting. I thought you'd done it without me. No, no, it was never without you. Dan's on about his. Uh, let's talk about End of the Spider Verse episode. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I, d- I did like that film, but yeah. Well, that's all you had to say about it. It's hard to think on the spot. To the next step. To the next step. Fucking hell, Aaron, you lunatic. Nick, it's written in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't find a glass. <laughs> cool. So, um, my beer fish is running late, so I don't know what beers you guys got. Yeah, same. Um, for the podcast, I have got a... Craftworks Inception beer. It's got a really cool orange can. Oh, it is a cool can. Yeah. The West that... Coast IPA. I had a nice beer last time, but I drank it for the last podcast by accident. So, what have you got now? A Camden Pale. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've got two. I only just realized they're different sizes. I've got a Brooklyn Defender IPA, and I also have a Brooklyn Naranjito. And I'm fairly certain I've actually had both of these before. The Naranjito is delicious. You've definitely had the Defender because I remember hearing you mention that on a previous podcast. Have I done it on a podcast? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just realised that they're different sizes. Ever so slightly. Yeah, Naranjito is 355ml. Is it always? Yeah. They do a... Is it weird that you know that? They do a 12-pack in the the supermarket near me of Naranjito, Brooklyn Lager and... Another Brooklyn one, and they're all 355. And 355 is slightly too big to stack three along on the shelf in my fridge, so the fridge won't shut. So it's really awkward to stack all three in the fridge. It's weird, but like I can't tell which one feels more normal in my hand. Definitely, definitely the, be the, the defender. defender. I think it the, is, I can't quite the Naranjito though is a delicious beer. I would so highly which recommend one it. I start with Naranjito. Aaron. Go with that. All right, good. I'm glad you made me choose. Especially for summer, it is so good. Naranjito. We're hitting with like three for five pound and waitros. Um, That's where I got my crate. The crate's like 12 quid. It is well worth it. Oh my God, that's delicious. So good, isn't it? Just tastes like fizzy orange juice, but beery. 
Oh, you're definitely. So loud, you're so loud, Dan. Your burps are even louder than our talking. Yeah, I'm trying not to be loud. I don't understand how I'm louder than you two. Are you two not you using the, the mics the okay? Door behind you. Yeah. Through it. <laughs> and then. Walk off. Normally. <laughs> but I just don't understand. Like, I'm speaking normally. How are you two so quiet oh compared to me? Sorry, that's just reminded me. <laughs> A few years ago, I was on Stag Day. Um, Hold on, is this loud? Is this loud? Wait. I've not done it yet. Hold on. Hold on. This is awful podcasting, Dan. I'm trying to see if I'm loud or if it's just YouTube being fucking funny. We need to we need to chat about something. I was gonna say, what are you even doing? I'm just he's he's a madman. He's got no idea what he's he's going on. He's a mentalist. That's not loud at all. Fairly loud. That's less loud than you are, but it's loud. I just don't understand how I'm this loud and you two are so quiet. You two are obviously not using the mics right somehow. I can tell you now that we are. <laughs> I'm practically whispering. How am I using it so much more effective? I'm practically whispering. I would say D- it's a whole like Zoom thing, but it was the same when you were in person as well. Yeah, so. you're just a loud, a loud man for such a small-bodied person. How am I a small-bodied person? I'm like about a foot taller than you. You're five foot three. You are a tiny homunculus compared to me. <laughs> this is Dan's like id. Good, you know. Like, <laughs> I am tall man because he's like seventeen years of being like a full-on midget, and then he had I, that is true. And he finally hit puberty. He was like, now I am tall. You are peons to me. <laughs> Considers himself like Gulliver in the struggle. <laughs> Walking through Lilliput. For some reason on my phone, I found the other day that I've got pictures of your like prom, Dan. And, Weird. Oh my God. I don't know why. Someone must have sent them through fairly recently. But yeah, you are... You are I mean, I was a late bloomer, but you are a late, late bloomer, apparently. Because you look like a child. Yeah, I was a late bloomer. Yeah, I still look like a child. I'm just that... He's just tall. <laughs> He's just lanky. He's like, honey, I blew up the kid. <laughs> if you looked at me on the, on the podcast screen, I would look like a child to people. But if you saw me stood up, they'd be like, oh, that's an adult, actually. I was mistaken. Oh, he's obviously an NBA player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so this is a... What's with the, the Downey? What's with this new like phrase you started using? Excuse me. Oh my goodness! When did I say that? About five seconds ago. Did I? I, I haven't yeah. picked up on it, but you said it like four times. I don't, I don't know. Tonight. Between this one and the last one, you've said "Oh my goodness" a couple of times. He's like, "Oh my goodness, times. I don't do I." <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't think I've ever said that. You know what it probably is? From doing like Zoom calls and shit with family. But Lisbon, Lisbon. And he's like, oh yeah, I've been doing this and shit. And oh my goodness. <laughs> when are you saying oh my goodness? How would that ever come across as natural? They're really, really religious. I've he doesn't want to blaspheme. I've never blaspheme. noticed myself saying that. It you seems like, you know, like... Oh my fuck. You know, like when people get like captured by like fucking... Terrorists shit, or something. Shit on it. And they're like, they try and speak like vaguely normally so they can't tell that they're like trying to signal. 
I mean, usually because I used to have something something they do with, like, on for work when I was like customer facing. Well, I still am kind of customer facing, but oh my goodness, I'm fine. I used I'm to have, not like, in danger at all. Being, like the fucking swearaholic <laughs> that I usually am to like, oh yes, sir, dear me, kiss, kiss, yeah, kiss this, whatever. I think I nearly saw Lydia shotgun off to the side. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, Liam, blink if you're in danger. <laughs> that, that's the difference. So, like. I'm, Tonight we before before we were doing this we did the a Zoom quiz with Liz family. And I'm like, oh yes, yes, please. Last night we did a quiz with my family and our team name was Quiz on My Face, which my niece was the quiz master. So I, I said it just like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Then when she she had to keep saying and quiz on my face and at this point, that's when I started feeling a little bit bad about it. So it can only and you know be... it's bad if Liam feels a little bit bad about it. Yeah, it can only be the Lids Family Filter that's coming through. That's the name of the podcast episode, Lids Family Filter, by the way. But dude, we know he's there with a the gun, and even if he dies, we won't care. Don't you? I want to edit in a bang there, so it sounds like I've been shot. So when you inevitably uh, decide to get married, the pair of you, that's when you're going to let her family know that the real cunt that you are. Oh, yeah, once, once I... No, 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 no. In fact, I may as well get it done with now because right now she's their problem. Are her family posh? I mean, they're posher than I am. Oh, yeah, but I didn't ask that, did I? <laughs> it's not a high bar. <laughs> Whoa. Shots fired. <laughs> I'm, I'm Irish Gypsy. Don't give me shit. You dosser. You are the perfect example of like the middle class pretending to be lower class downy. Sorry, Liam X. No, Liam X is a completely different Liam. Don't confuse things. Yeah. So that's too obvious. X. Wait, I thought you are you upper middle class or upper class? Neither. What are you then? Middle class, the same as both obvious. I am not middle class. Ooh. I'll go with that. I mean, I'd argue there's only two classes anyway that matter anyway. To be, to be fair. Whoa, whoa. There's only two classes in this world. Go on. Worker, capitalist, or we're all workers. But it's yeah. not that type of podcast, so I'm not going to get into that. Dan, what do you think we should do with the rich? It's been well documented. Dan, no one yeah. else, we no one else can the see the face that you're pulling when I say that. You pull I'm, pretty sure, I'm, pretty sure we, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this on about five, at least five other podcasts. Well, we reckon this is, what, podcast 18 or something? So we've probably talked about it on about 16 other podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the podcasts are now available at your, hopefully, your favourite podcast stop. Yeah, but please, if they're listening to this, they will already know. You are? If, they, if they're listening to this, they must already know. That's a very good point. It's not fucking, it's not <laughs> fucking YouTube. It's not a YouTube video where you need them to share like it. And subscribe, please. Apparently, rate us and... Give us a review because apparently that matters somehow. Yeah, I tried to give us a review. I'm not going to go there because dating it and shit. Um, yeah, rating review. Give a good rating because rate, subscribe, and review because it only counts if you give five stars on Apple. Yeah, it only counts if you give five stars. If, and that's, if you think it's bad, five stars. Then put the then then say it shit in the comments, but put five. We can't. Stars. We can't even get an Apple. <laughs> yeah, not yet. We don't have a picture big enough. We will do. <laughs> or small enough. Or some kind of problem. Oh, 
Jesus Christ. We'll get there, though. But at the time that people listen to this, we will have it on iTunes. So all they will we? know will we? is that they need to give it five stars, because otherwise it doesn't count. Then they can put whatever comment they want. If they think it's good, five stars, say it's good. If they think it's the shittest thing they've ever heard, probably, five stars, shittest thing they've ever heard. Bag of shite. Yeah, bag of shite. Have you, ever actually, have you ever left a review for a podcast on iTunes? No, I'm not a retard. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nailed a slur, it. my friend. Zero uh, I'm stars. Joking, I'm joking, satire. Um, Are you trying to satire your use for slur? Yeah. I say um, this because I use slurs every week and no, try I and get really, out of it. I have, I, I, you know what? Because I, cause I, I am genuinely about the podcast that I listen to. So I listened to about 12 podcasts and I've, I've reviewed all of them with five stars first and then put my real thoughts in the comments. Right, mate, no bullshit. If you actually reviewed all f- 12 of the podcasts you listened to. No, because I'm not a retard. <laughs> who's, who's, ever, who's leaving these reviews? It's like when apps ask me if, like, are you enjoying this app? And it says, like, yes, Maybe no. Maybe later. Maybe later. No, 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 no. <laughs> The app I use to play poker, I do enjoy using this app. I find it really fun. I really enjoy using this app. But you know what? I click every time. No, no because you're asking me. Don't ask me. If I wasn't enjoying it, I'd delete your app. Don't fucking ask me, because that is making me not enjoy it. Dan, do you like free money? With no, 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 no things attached. Do you like free, no strings attached? Do you like free money? Are you trying to sell something to me? No, just answer the question. I've never had free money, but I assume I would like it, yes. You would like free money. Okay, so let's just go with the line. There's potential for free money if people give us five stars and review. There's a potential, yeah. There's a very high... That's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) There's a potential, no matter how small or large, that we get free money... If people leave reviews, right? If you get, if we get a thousand five star reviews, I will give one of those one thousand people even a five star review. A five star review. <laughs> five hundred of the Queen's English pounds. Okay, that's locked in. However, in the small print, if one of the hosts reviews it, damn it, they yeah. can get the five hundred pounds. Oh, and if one of those hosts is myself, <laughs> I can claim that five hundred pounds for myself because I would definitely be the most important reviewer. Well, I see where you're going with it. Mm. How, how how's your beer, by the way, Aaron? Because you know, um, it's, uh... I thought you got an actual original one. Quite nice. It's, so for an IPA, not as hoppy as you'd think, especially given it's six percent and there's a bunch of hops and that on the can. Um, but it is nice. It's claims to have powerful citrus hops. So. You guys are like it has powerful energies when drunk in the moon. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> what's your drink like? Uh, I think I've already reviewed this about fifteen times. It's fine. It's my go-to ale. Oh, I'll yeah, review I've, the wine. I've definitely heard that before, so yeah, you probably have done. Wine from the last episode. Pretty nice. Enjoyed it. Refreshing. I'm finishing my bottle. 
I would finish a bottle, but Lauren made me promise not to have another class. Yeah, mine got taken off me. Yeah. Women, eh? Women. What are they good for? Bloody women. <laughs> Let's not alienate any more people with this yeah, podcast. You know, I, feel, I feel bad for that. You know what I wish I could do is cast a spell. I just go, obliviate and wipe their minds. Speaking of which... That's like a, that's like a D minus ah, transition, I which I know Dan thinks is a passing grade way. or whatever. No, I think it's a passing grade. Anything below, yeah, anything below C is not a passing grade. It's my it's opinion. A passing grade. No, it's not. Opinion, I, I, I take my D's. <laughs> I bet. Take feel. <laughs> <laughs> I was such a terrible joke, but it actually got me. <laughs> Um, yeah, this week we've been watching Harry Potter. We've been talking about it for a little while, if you've been listening. Maybe one episode. Um, but yeah, we finally did it. We wanted to do it for a while, so we watched Harry Potter 1 and 2. We sure did. And this is where I'm mate editing. My God, Downey, you sound so much better about now. Stay this distance from Stay the mic. Stay this distance. This is the good yeah. distance from yeah. the mic. This is a good distance. This is, oh, that makes sense. It's about this. Generally, when we this distance away. That's brilliant podcasting. Is this. Imagine people, you're doing the phones for you. The phones bit is the distance you want to be from the microphone. Generally, it's... You have to tell them about the for you. They could do it with the phones <laughs> bit. People know what the phone symbol is, man. It wasn't invented by phones for you. Well, no, no. Millennials... Isn't it like a surfer thing? Like, yeah, chill out, dude. Sorry, millennials no, won't know what the phone sign is. No, what, what's the new what do you think they do for phone? That have only dealt with like iPads and tablets and Gen Z. Gen Z. Um, Mate, if you think any Gen Zs are listening to this, and if you know. think we don't know this, what do you think they do for phone? This how? You are. <laughs> you are. Fucking they don't even know what how is. They didn't watch how to. How to? How to was a fucking sick program. I'm going to say. What was it? What was it Graham? Was it Graham or something? What was the main guy called? I don't know, but if he came out as a nonce, would you be shocked? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, I'm not going out calling him like you know Steve Wright or anyone. No, what was, what was but... the fucking? What was the? What was the? What was the plasticine guy off Heart Attack? He's an Tony Hart. No, the plasticine guy. Morph. Morph. He's the next one. It's <laughs> what the fuck, you Aaron? You can name them. You can name both the people of Heart Attack. Sorry, people. The <laughs> one person and the one animatronic fucking whatever the fuck. Did you say Straight Neil away, Buchanan? top of the head like that. Yeah, I was going to say, Neil Buchanan was the guy from Heart Attack. Well, what did what did you say the first time? Tony Hart, he was the guy who did the morph things before. <laughs> I was like, the head. <laughs> Aaron, what the fuck? Why do you know so much about these nonsense? I see Aaron doing the head impression right now. <laughs> his head around the screen. <laughs> Aaron, I'm not being funny, but are you... I'm trying to get more, more drunk. I'm just like, shake me into... <laughs> are you okay. morphing into Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> I wish I you had get... Jeffrey Epstein money. What? What? Money. Nothing oh. else. Dan has just said he wish you could molest a bunch of teens. Epstein. <laughs> not a bunch of teens. <laughs> sure, sure. So anyway... We've been watching Harry Potter. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Danny'd love to get his hands on those first few films. 
If he had a DeLorean like from Back to the Future, he would be straight back to those first few films. But does that even make sense? I mean, like, I'm trying to figure out wh- what you mean. I'm like, You'd go back to them and molest them. I mean, I called Jack Aaron Jeffrey Epstein, but you both nonces, let's be honest. Dan's got to the level of drunk now where he just calls everyone a nonce. Okay. Because that didn't make sense, right? No, he just wandered <laughs> off. <laughs> Cool. Thanks, Dan. Sorry, uh, like 10 flies came in. Okay, we're back, but before we go into anything, Dan's gone to the toilet. Me and Aaron have flipped our, ourselves upside down. We're going to see if Dan notices. And if so, we're going to convince him it's a problem with his laptop. So, uh, uh, here he comes now. Uh, no, 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 he's changed his mind. He can't figure out how to work a door. Here he is. Here he is. Here he comes to wreck the day. We're back well, live, well. Dan. We're back. Sick. What have so, we been talking about? We literally, uh, no, we literally into just got back live. All right, sweet. We've got less than 10 minutes left as soon as I sit down as well. <laughs> yeah, well, so what have you been watching? Harry Potter. Okay, I think fine. is it Harry Potter we've been watching? It is well, yeah. I hope oh, so. Anyway, sugar and spice. I've been watching the wrong thing. Dan, what have you been down? watching? You up? Are you upside, Why are you down? upside down? I think I might be. I don't know. Hold on. Wait. 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 <laughs> what are you doing? No, now you now you just change your side. Why? No. It's on my dick, you think I'm stupid, you fucking cunts. <laughs> oh, that joke will only work for us. <laughs> no one else will find you funny at all. <laughs> um, before we probably start this, should we just end it here? Oh, we've got eight minutes, I guess, so we'll just crack on. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna get this. What's <laughs> gonna care? Just like, what are these people doing? Why did why do they bother podcasting? I just fucking stop. <laughs> no one gets your jokes. Ah. <laughs> uh. Is it weird that Dan's hair looks a lot longer upside down? It does, doesn't it? I thought that. <laughs> and no one Gr- even it grows see quicker this. in Australia, doesn't it? <laughs> well, apparently we've peaked, so. Fucking weird how. Either that or Liam, just that's what kind of drunk he gets on wine. I know, yeah. Um, yeah, put a pin in this one, guys. We'll we'll come back to the actual point of the podcast. Oh, we got after. seven minutes, so we'll just crack on and then pause it. All right. Yeah. Same. Go on then. So we much. This has been a forty-minute episode. Aaron, you crack on. <laughs> why would so just do? Why? why I'm, if, just gonna, if, I'm just gonna mute myself. Aaron, you introduce what we're doing. If this has been 40 minutes, why don't we just do Harry? Why don't we just do what we're doing next episode? Fuck it. Just 
Don't be stupid, same Daniel, you daft bitch. Same episode, it's just after this Zoom meeting is ended because we're not paying for it, so. Yeah, we're going to just do it in a few pieces. Dan's getting, Dan's been drinking all day, now he's getting angry, he's an angry drunk. He's a little belligerent, he's a little bit annoyed we both flipped the cameras upside down. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, if we've already done 40 minutes, why don't we just do a natural Because we've done 40 minutes of literally jack shit. Yes, yeah, so let's just either, you know, confine us to the archives or put us 18.5 or whatever the fuck episode uh, for Dan, to. Yeah, I got at least three more drinks here to crack. Anyway. No, so, I've got many uh, cans, so I'm ready to keep going. But, you know, do a we, proper episode rather than 40 minutes of bullshit. Now, we're just cracking on. We, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, this is eighteen episodes. They've listened to seventeen episodes of bullshit. So they'll listen to this. The Rita. I am not against anyone, like literally <laughs> anyone, except for like racists and Nazis and shit, but no one else. Nobody can't help the shit. Do I care? How good does my jawline look when I get up close? Again, it looks like peach food. No one can, no one can see it, Dan. Why do we care? Aaron, do you? I I care. It's amazing. Dan, do you? You're even louder now. Get away from the microphone. So sexy. (laughs) You got peach fuzz on your chin. No, I'm not about the bloody force. I'm not about the actual sexiness of the line. It's not a good line. Put your chin up there. Put your chin up there. Danny, that's pathetic. Square. That's pathetic. Square, solid. Boom, boom, boom. Angular. It's like a circle turkey neck. Yours got ridges in it. Yours makes me sad. Yours makes me sad to, you know, exist. Mine's a perfect diamond. I'm a diamond chin. I'd call, perf- call it a perfect circle. By the way, you've wasted two minutes of airtime, Dan. Yeah. Or whatever. Fucking chin Just... check. Do you want to do your Harry Potter bit, Dan? Yeah, go on, Aaron. Finish. What, what we uh, yeah, Aaron, what have we been doing? What have we been watching? So we decided that we'd cover off the first two Harry Potter films. Slash. Well, books. all of them. But... Yeah, but in this podcast. Excuse me. So we rewatched them, and uh, particularly for the first one, what was your what was your takeaway, Dan? Uh, I'm going to be honest; it wasn't limited to the first one. They both fucking sucked ass. They were so bad. Those they were first longer two films, than I remember. Yeah, the first like yeah. Two, that second two one. Hours. The second one was an 160 minutes. Yeah, two hours Which is 40. two hours yeah. 40, which when I pulled it up on like TV to watch, I was like... It's minutes. I was like, this cannot be right. This is like a, at most an hour and a half film. And then I put it on and I was like, holy fuck, this is a two hour, 40 minute film. Okay, yeah. So, so in preparation for this, me and Aaron were like, okay, let's do this. We'll make some notes. Then at first Dan didn't do it. The man he started doing it, but like, are you making notes? And he said, no, I remember all the shit I've got to moan about. <laughs> and his critical thinking is, this film is too long. Effectively. <laughs> they were both too long. I mean, they somehow managed to like, miss so much from the bo- books, but at the same time, be about 
five billion years too long. Excuse me while I lick my finger and turn the page. So my first note on it is that when Harry's at the zoo in the first one, yep. that is the cleverest snake in the world. Like he's talking to it, and rather than the snake talking back, he's like nodding his head, shaking his head. He can read the sign that says in bred in captivity. That is the cleverest snake. Because he can read English. I mean he can speak. Yeah. There's a lot yeah, of uh... but he can read English and he recognises the nods and shakes actually, the head. You know like, yes you, and no. You, you actually probably I don't think the yes and no thing is right, but if you can speak parcel tongue, fine. Because that's just how snakes speak. Yeah. Who has taught that snake English or how to read English? Exactly. Yeah, I'll go with you on that. Smartest snake in the world. Excuse me. Red in captivity. So the worst thing about that is it implies that all animals have like a certain level of, you know, cognizance. That they could actually read if we taught them how to. Yeah, never addressed in the books. No one gives a shit. No. I'll tell you what, let's let's start from the from the very start. So thoughts let's let's introduce the film and we'll do this. After this very short break, so our time is running out. So we're back. Yeah, welcome back, guys. So, Harry Potter. I'm your host, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where were we? So, what do you think the budget for this film was? Did you have you written that down? Have you? I've written it down. Have you written it down? No. I have. Oh, I didn't write it down. There are two reasons, actually. You didn't look it up? Number one, I'm not a massive nerd who takes notes when I'm watching it. I just try and remember shit. Let's see and number two, I, I didn't fucking do, like, background research. I'm not a massive, massive nerd. I'll say uh, 150 I we, million. I, I thought we were reviewing the films, not the ideas. Ben, I can see that you're not a phone's point away from your microphone but you're still the fucking loudest person on the planet there's been a fucking space launch tonight that's been quieter than you have you're maybe it's you two that don't know how to do it well no I mean I'm, I'm pretty well versed in how to use a microphone I'm miles away from mine and I'm the only one that ever sounds loud enough so maybe it's you two that the issue like a bitch. So I've got an actual human voice Make your fucking point, you little bitch. I don't know what my point was. My point was that, you know... Harry Wait, what? Fucking, when I was Aaron being... What? Sure. I can't hear you. Aaron, is he being a dick? Or <laughs> you are quite quiet, but he is being a dick. <laughs> okay, can you hear me better now? A little bit. Okay, I'll try and stick to this sort of level. That you sound good there, you sound good there. I don't want to put the gain up too much, because that'll just fuck everything ruin sound quality you know because we proud pride ourselves on sound quality on this podcast apparently on like two of them i think yeah well the first eight maybe not so much but since then we, well no still, even since then we haven't really prided ourselves on sound quality too much however but no fuck you dan the point is that you know if we're going to like review films and stuff we should do it try and do it to a decent level yeah, Dan has been a bitch. Dan has been a bitch, right? Right, Dan, take your shot. It's a new, it's a new Zoom call. Take your shot, bitch. So this is this is a hundred and twenty-five million pound budget. Oh, oh it's pretty close then. I imagine a lot of that was like getting the rights. 
Holy fuck, you're so loud. I'm going to burst my eardrums listening to you. I really don't know what I can do. I'm literally fucking miles away from my mic. I'm, 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 I just poured so much Jack Daniels over myself. I'm How loud is this? Perfect level. Yeah, that's the level you should be speaking at. That? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. it's not me then. There's something up with your guys' mic. I think it's the other way around, to But if, I, if I'm doing this... Can you hear this? Yeah. Okay, that's me pouring air freshener who's spilt so much Jack Daniels over myself. I'm trying to fill my shot glass. That, that wine, I should have had so much wine. Are you drinking air freshener now? <laughs> Tasting it. I'm going to put myself on mute for a minute. It's fine. Die a little bit. We're absolutely nailing the Harry Potter episode, guys, by the way. Smashing it. Yeah, I really don't know how I'm being that loud. And you should naturally be a loud boy. Okay, so I had 120... Okay, so let's, let's, let's roll, roll back the years to 2001. I think it was made. Or released. Aaron's released, Aaron, right? Released. Yeah, 2001, because I was 10. Excuse me. Okay, let me on my phone. Hold on. There it is. Um... What date did it get released? Aaron, riff for a second while I Google this. Uh, it was like December reckon, 2001. I'm fairly December? certain. It was the biggest thing to happen in 2001. I'm fairly I certain. I reckon December. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nothing else happened in 2001 that's at least noteworthy. Put Liam on the board. Liam did it, by the way. <laughs> okay, it was released 16th of November 2001. It was at least Close the enough. biggest thing Close to happen enough. that half of the year. <clears throat> <laughs> no, still no. not. No, I think I know. I think I know these <laughs> things. I remember fucking well. So I, I was in primary school when I was reading these books. So latest, I'm eleven, so 2012. So yeah, so it's about the time that I'm already up to the book. How soon after the first book? In fact, I'm going to Google this too. Aaron, keep riffing while I Google one of the books. I'm, I'm riffing. Okay. Uh, Wait, what, what did, did he just say something about like he'd only finished the first book in 2012 <laughs> still waiting to find out the end <laughs> of the uh, half blood prince book three <laughs> he's got a real Dominic Cummings look about him with that weird hat and haircut yeah he looks dishevelled he needs something sorting I don't know what it is but something Anyway, while he's looking up weird random facts about the film, I oh my god, end. have you got some opinions on? Oh, hang on, came out. Sorry, twenty sixth of June, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, really? The, the book? Yeah, I feel Sounds like I'm right. big in like ninety, like two thousand ninety nine. Earlier, it's two thousand. Right. You think they made the film one year after the book was released? What makes sense? No, it doesn't. Because that makes no sense, because no, the book wasn't an immediate success. No, That's like the whole point of this book. What you're saying makes sense. Like, yeah, no shit, it came out ages ago. But it seems... The dish, the, the difference of, what, what did I just say, 97? Me being six to me being like 10 or 11 when it came out. Yeah, so I feel like the books really got big when... With the third the Goblet, one. The Goblet of Fire, I think, was the one... That really Gob- sort of... Goblet of Fire was massive. 
but I think there Goblet are... of Fire Goblet of Fire was one people lined up at midnight for. Yeah. I would, but, yeah. And, that, and that was Prisoner, July two thousand. Prisoner of Azkaban was the one that people like Oh shit, this is pretty good actually, pretty interesting. I'm enjoying this. That might make, make sense actually. So no, so Prisoner of Azkaban. I, I remember having the the waiting for that book to come out. I remember waiting for that. What's wild is that she was knocking these books out every year. Yeah. That's I'm not, they get big. They're not big, a lot yeah. of thought going into them is all I'm saying. There's no second drafts on these. No. I'm 90% sure I've got an actual collection in my spare room of the first three books in like a little Harry Potter collection because the third book was the one that everyone was like, fucking hell, it's all right this actually. I'll read this. That's when people got banged into it. I think I got into it on the fourth one. I think I was a bit later. It got... It seems like, and I'm fairly certain it's been like announced, kind of, that the books kind of grew as the audience grew. So, like, the first, like, one or two books were made for, like, a more youthful audience. Definitely. And then they got darker and grew in tone as the audience grew in tone. So, okay, they're all kind of children's books, but they were aimed at early adopters, effectively, and grew with the early adopters. If that makes people sense. Can't, people can't see my face, and I, I'm, you know, I apologise for that, but... <laughs> no one else cares. They do, I, you should. I, I wouldn't apologise Most for people it. are glad for that. But, uh, Downey, I gave you a bit of a withering look there. I am sorry for that, because when you said that, you know, the audience grew with the books, I genuinely thought you meant she wrote longer books as the audience got bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that is, that is fucking insane. If you believe that, you are a lunatic. Oh, I mean, that is correlation a- and causation. And all <laughs> that. It was pretty like one, two, three, four were definitely like longer, 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 longer. I think I fairly, I remember the fifth one being shorter than football. Like, no, I think the fifth uh, one was where about, it peaked, to be honest. Yeah. Fifth Order, one the, the Order of the Phoenix is the longest book. Yeah, but then it fucked about a bit, didn't it? It didn't stay continually going on that curve. <laughs> no, it went down. Should, that, that was the longest book. I should start doing this. On the, <laughs> she, uh, by the end of the last one, you could keep a door open with it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, you took that a better way than I thought it was going to be taking me. No one can see you doing the Nazi salute, Look down here, you're all right. right we're, not on about, we're not on about the books anyway. Or oh, certainly not on about the later books. Books yeah, one and two, film. film one and two. We like, as I say, we were talking about doing this for a little while. I've, I recently started rereading them, so I mean, did you ever finish them in the first place? <laughs> I, I read all of them back in the day. All um, right, Vidal, calm down. <laughs> I've read books, reader. me. I was, you know, great in English because I could read. That's all it took at Coppinall. Um Can you read? Yeah, see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I think when we last did a podcast, I just started the book two, and I'm you know I'm not much further. Book two seems a hard <laughs> read. I'm <laughs> on chapter three now. Book two is about a hundred pages, man. I mean, it's a hundred pages it's not, shite, but I'm, it's I'm, not long. I'm forty percent of the way through, ish, because Amazon tells you. That's like what Harry Potter's just left his house. However, I will say now. I remember the the second one being the shittest one. I think I actually prefer it to number one. However, the book one 
is easier to read than the second one. Oh, by the way, I, I definitely disagree with you on the films. Okay, so the first, the first film is way better than the second one. Who's, who's I, disagreeing with that? So, so me and Aaron, I don't know about, I don't know how much work Dan's done with this. Me and Aaron have both watched them on like. Well, I watched the second one last night and the first one night before. I don't know how Aaron's done it. Yeah, same. Right, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I've done. I've got really pissed off that you've made me watch both these films because they are both fucking awful. And I watched both for the first time ever. I did some prep and they I were don't fucking I feel like shit. the first one's that bad. Yeah, it is. It's not great. It's fucking horrendous. The second one's so dick. It's, it's full of child actors and child actors are not good. Right, okay, I'm going to put... Hermione's so posh. <clears throat> for the most part, I'm going to give child actors, actors a pass. However, Hermione and Ron are way better than Harry. The acting. Can we use it? I'd say that Ron is start with. in the in the first film. Ron is possibly the worst because he slips out of his you know supposed to be like working class accent, roughly three words into a sentence, and it really gets on my nerves. I mean, they're all literally just like, here's the lines, read the lines, and they literally just stood there like their arms just by the side, and they're just saying stuff. They're not acting; they're just saying things. Supposed to, but Ron slips out of his like saying stuff because he's obviously not supposed to say stuff in the, like his actual accent but I feel like at least like Hermione's clearly the best to start with and, and they all get better they all get way better I mean I feel, to be honest I feel like Harry takes the longest to get better but I've got no issues like at least Ron the, kind of has some character to his line the child actors I've got no issues with them I've just got massive issues with Payson's of the film Everything okay. about the film. Well, if, if if regular listeners will will notice that I mentioned this a few episodes ago when I was reading book one, the pacing is weird. It takes half the book to get to Hogwarts. It should take longer in the film. The film is like straight in the film. If you didn't know anything about Harry Potter when you went to watch that film, you'd be like, what the fuck? It's so weird how it just jumps into him. Like I don't even know this, if that's my problem. Like it's very. Quick I hated to it. Get to, in the in the first film, it's very quick. It's like bum 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 bum, and they're in Hogwarts, or the the time that he figures out he's a wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. Yeah, exactly. Um, yes, there's no build up. The build up is basically like, right, here's Harry Potter. It's his cousin's birthday, and then two minutes later, it's like, you're a wizard. Fuck off, rest of the family. It was so weird. I hated it. I don't think that doesn't work. However, I, I just kind of wanted to see more of Wizard Lab. Like, they, they work a bit around world building. It works for the most part. But I kind of wanted to see a little bit more. I just wanted to see more of the school year. And more of, like, what is life like at the school? You know, I want to know. It seems like these kids are just... It makes the point that these kids are just like, I get this, I get this. Whether they're good at, like, in school or not, they're just... They're just Fucking Sherlock Holmes level detectives like figuring it out say, all the time. What does what does get irritating very quickly is the uh, Harry Potter obviously learned five minutes ago that he's a wizard, and then constantly just something new popping up and him being like, "All oh, right, what's that?" And everyone's like, "Oh my god, Harry, you're such a fucking idiot. You're a How piece you of not shit, know Harry." It's fifty points though. That was that was in the book as well though. To be fair. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not. So this is a good point because a lot of my critics criticisms are applied to the book apply to the book as well because it's a kid's book i guess and it's yeah. one, one thing i did have is uh back early on is vernon dursley 
right. thinks thinks about how there's no post on Sundays. Does he think that Royal Mail is using <laughs> owls? He's seen like 50 owls turn up and deliver posts. And he's like, oh, no post on Sundays because yeah, Royal the, Mail doesn't deliver. He's sitting on his car, sitting on his fence, sitting on his house, across the road, on the house. Yeah. No post on Sundays, though. <laughs> Old Vernon's all right. Royal Mail won't be coming around today. Something that I thought of that annoys me. Sorry, Dan. Is that he literally tries to shoot Agri? Agri's just fucking bent, bent his shotgun. Yeah. Down. He shoots it, it through his roof. He still pulls the trigger. He's like, yo, this might still work, though. Yeah, it was... bent it like 90 degrees further. He pulled his fucking head off. You know what's my like Daffy Duck. Yeah. The bullet yeah. still works. Yeah. That's not how it's Doesn't blow out at the end, it just goes straight up. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Dan, what was your thought on Dursley? So it wasn't on Dursley, it was more about the film. I mean, it does sort of apply to the book as well, but like the first 10 fucking minutes of the film is spent watching Dumbledore stood outside his house being like, hmm. Hmm. Let's turn mm. all these lights off. <laughs> oh, by the way, it took forever. I made a point about that as well. So, having just read the book, if you're right, okay. So, wizard or not, you're in the real world. There's no wizards about, yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm measuring the mic. See, so make sure this this works. <clears throat> if you're a spy that can remove light from the area, right? So going down the street and there's lights and you don't want to be seen. Would you A remove the lights from furthest away coming back towards you or B remove them closest to you? B. Go, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's B. For the greatest wizard of all time. For the sake of brevity, B. Yeah, this can, guy can I, thick can I, F. Can I go see? <laughs> all at the same time. Away from him. Can I, no, can I go see? He'll be all, all the fucking time. Go on, what's no. see, Dan? Smoke a joint under a lamppost because no one's lucky then. That's <laughs> Middle England. He moves all the street the fact, if, if, it, if all the street lights went out outside someone's house in Middle England, everyone in, everyone in the street like, fuck's going on out here? Council, council, Kurt, council. Kurt, <laughs> curtain twitching. Well, yeah, on that point. If he just sparked a joint up, everyone would look at the curtains and be like, okay. ruffians. <laughs> but then if he just told, told someone to fuck off, they'd be like, shut the curtains, shut the curtains, it's going to come to us. <laughs> I feel like there's the entire of Surrey. <laughs> well, go back and watch this, and there's like 15 porch lights still on, bright as fuck, that aren't just, just a, he's a shit wizard. I just don't understand why in the film it was like 10 minutes of it was fucking him sat on the street. Okay, so what's, what's your favorite? Awful. Original Dumbledore or Nouveau Dumbledore? Because neither of them for me. Original Dumbledore had a look for me. But Dumbledore maybe like this eccentric guy, a bit like fucking Madden, you know. So I have, I've got a note on this. I thought Richard Harris, aka original Dumbledore, was way better. Yeah, um, I thought Michael Gambon was too okay, right. young and angry. He didn't so, have the... But I, also, I also, I say that with the caveat of later on, and we'll cover this later on, I guess, but like when he's doing the whole fighting Voldemort shit, I couldn't see Richard Harris doing that. 
Okay, right. So this is my thing. So I'll say I could see I could see Richard Harris doing it, but he had to do it is more like a, a grandfatherly, gentle way, which is what I, what I wanted and expected from a Dumbledore. Nah. So you so Richard Harris has the like that is the look. If you if you, the, the the Harry Potter book that I had had a picture of Dumbledore I don't know, on that one, the first few pages of that book had a picture of Dumbledore and Richard Harris completely encapsulates that look in terms just it, and it, he looks exactly like him yeah I agree 100% I genuinely thought you were going to say then Downing that your Harry Potter book and yours alone had a picture of Dumbledore on and it looked like Richard Harris I was going to be like think of, I think a few of us had that book my friend that's <laughs> bad news for you there mate <laughs> um However, I think the the Gambon, the, the the Gambon Dumbledore, and we're getting way out of the realms here because he's not in any of these films. The Gambon Dumbledore is way more interesting. So that's great. There's only, how, however, completely different from the books, and he, he's not. He's like you know, you want know, like a someone adapts a book and they're like, I like this character, but I'm going to fuck it up completely. Yeah. They That's focused on the wrong bit. They yeah, focused yeah. on the wrong bit of Dumbledore. They focused yeah. on the bit where it, the one scene where he got like pissed off and like soup like showed his like superpowers or you know it's like a badass wizard or whatever. One That's the bit they focused on too. rather than the, the bit where he's like I like socks and jelly beans and yeah, stuff. That's yeah, a, that's they didn't focus fact. on like the weird ex- eccentricities like an old man. They focused on like the bit where he was like powerful. The, the note I've got is original Dumbledore. Never weird enough, old, too dull, and the new one was too intense. Uh, my a, other note on the first film. Eccentricities with it, it's, it's no point. Is it? I, I much prefer Michael Gambon, aside from the look. If you take, if you have the, the looks exactly the same, I much prefer Michael Gambon, but maybe he's got more to do. And he's, he's I think it could be that. It could be the fact that these two first two films are garbage. Yeah, shit. He has yeah. more to do later on when they hired actual directors. Right. Also, by the way, you know that the director of this film, you know his other famous... Found, uh... found America. <laughs> yes, yes, he did, yeah. His, his other famous film was, though... What? Home Alone. Home Alone, yeah, correct. And Discovered America. And he also discovered... Chris, Chris Columbus did discover America. He also enslaved a bunch of people, so... Chris Columbus is supposed to be a, a pretty fun director to work with. So I feel like with the material he had, he did the best job he could. I'll run through uh, other notes that I have. Uh, on platform 9 slash 10, how do they know which wall to run into? Uh, my biggest issue with that scene <laughs> on platform 9 slash 10 is... You know, they spoke to the guard for the trains or whatever. Yeah, and he was a bell end. I like yeah, and he was like, platform nine three quarters. Fuck off, mate, you fucking little jeb end. You f- <laughs> who the fuck do you think you are? I'll fucking kill you. Basically, how I'll... every other character reacts to Harry Potter in the, the rest of the series. Yeah. yeah. The fuck who, who... you about, you jeb end? Fuck off, you little cunt. You've ruined my day. Fuck off, you chosen nonce. I just want to know, you know, like, you know, what sort of like train conductor or train guard 
has got like a fucking clear like nine year old. Well, this is coming from a, a trained man. Like yeah. Bart. But like, he's a human being. And if a nine year old came up to me and was like, where's platform nine and three quarters? I'd be like, are you being molested? <laughs> Let me call the police. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll be like, fuck off, you little prick. Do you think you're fucking funny? As, as a trained man, such as yourself, Dan, Dan actually would actually take say that to report him, who are you, you little prick? <laughs> some bald prick's been like, you having a fucking laugh, mate? To a, I just a ten year. I was impressed that they got the bald prick back for the second. Yeah, I, I was. I really like that. I just found it very. How would you like, react? Weird. Would you sack him, or what would you do? What if, if some bald man called a, a nine year old a prick? <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a nine-year-old's world. I mean, if he's got hair, he gets away with it. But if he's bald... Yeah, isn't it one of Dan's prejudices? Uh, another note, when... Uh, Sorry, before, before we get to there, can I just on. say, I feel like the acting... Because at, at this point, and I remember seeing this film, and I always, in my head, I went to see this film the day before it was released. My dad, was, my dad took me to the cinema in Stoke. I don't know why. He didn't go to the one at Hanley, did you? It was on by the no, it, was, it, was, it wasn't in Hanley, it was like it was in, Sto- in, in the town center. My mum insisted like on taking us, my mum insisted on us going on a family day out to watch this fucking film. Virgin, but I always have this memory of it being of me watching it the day before it was actually released. It's probably not true, <clears throat> but but looking, looking, I don't know why I even brought that up, I'm too drunk. <laughs> like, like, but so they're like, so there's some magical bits in this film, and it is like looking back. I, I still like it's just, seeing the great hall was a great moment. To be yeah, fair, the first, the first two were not great. Like, fine, but like the first one, it goes to diagonally, and I feel like the only direction for Harry was walk around with your mouth open. Because this just like. <gasps> Well, sorry, I, I did more acting than Harry did then, because I breathed. Man, you fucking hate these kids, don't you? I didn't like the, uh, the bit because in Gringotts. I, I wanted that role as well. Liam Downey, <laughs> fuck these kids. Yeah, I just wanted, I wanted that role, don't We were the right age careful as well. How, careful how you quote that, that, that bit. Take it how you like it, guys. I said a direct quote. But I remember watching it, like, it's just like, oh, well, we need some expository dialogue to be like, this is a fast broom, like, Oh, an MS2000, that's the fastest room in the world. I have never... Remember when things were called 2000 and it meant futuristic? (laughs) (laughs) That's another one of my notes. (laughs) I I remember having one conversation, and I remember this vividly, when the N64 came out. Do you have any old Brinsley Bailey? No. Harry? No. Okay, there's a guy, him. I wouldn't have guessed it was a him. Yeah. Yeah, he had a PS1 or PlayStation, like, original one. And then the N64 came out. And the N64 had adverts said, the N64 is the most powerful cons- console in the world. So me being five or six was like, well, there it is, the most powerful console in the world. I told this to him, and he was like, he was defensive because he had a PS, PlayStation. Man, you're misremembering because PlayStation was definitely more powerful than the N64, not- and it came out after. If you think in terms of bit rate, PlayStation had a 32 bit, was 32 bits, N64 was 64 bits. Okay, okay, I'm still waiting for you to get to the point, that's all. 
bar and I had too much wine to remember what the point was right now. Um, <laughs> I think, I think, I think Are you just trying was, to start an argument that N64 was better than PS, PS1? Yeah. I, can't, I can't believe you derailed the whole was. Harry Potter chat to talk about you and your mate having PS4s and PS... <laughs> Whatever's, <laughs> and you don't even remember the point of the story. I mean, can we just settle the debate once and for all? N64 is better, but if you didn't have wrong, PS1 was the greatest game console of all time. It wasn't. Yeah, well, actually, yeah, you're right. Actually, it wasn't because PS2 is the greatest game console of all, all time. Okay, I think PS1 I think... had some of the best games. N64 was the best party system of all time. N64 was a better was... console. They did not have better games. Hundred percent. N64 had the best multiplayer. PS2 was the greatest console of all time. I think my point... Anyone who disagrees with PS2 being the greatest console of all time is, quite frankly, an idiot. Who doesn't understand anything. I think the 360 was better. Uh, Staircases that move. What? (laughs) What? Okay, so Harry Potter's shelf... The no, 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 no. Shut your face. You think an Xbox 360 is better than a PS2? Yeah. Yeah, bitch. Come at me. Get out of that hang. What games? Name me some games. Have I fucking have you. Halo. Name me some games. Name Halo. me some games. Halo. One. Halo one was game. Xbox One. Halo 2. 3. Next. Yeah, okay, Here's there you go. What? Oh yeah, fucking can't wait for the next Gears of War to come out. Really can't wait to get. Can, this can't wait to sit down. But can't wait to sit down game. on my sofa and play a Gears of War game. You so fucking I, I idiot. Think my point was that originally I was going to say I'd never been so indoctrinated by a fucking advert and believed it so much, but then I realised that actually yes, I was. But in the film, they're like, "Oh, the number two thousand. But my point was that. No kids ever talk like that about anything. Is he walking through Diagon Alley? Apart from kids you and talk about, kids talk, yeah. bitch face so on I, the. I, I, I checked myself because actually, yes, I did once. No kids talked about anything about apart from Downey in the Xbox 360, apparently. Fascinating diversion. <laughs> that was not worth it. And we now, we've got the first 20 minutes in and we've <laughs> got 10 minutes left. But no one talks about that. <laughs> yeah, walk with your mouth open. That was the third note I have out of like twenty. This is gonna be a long episode, folks. Uh, staircases that move, massively inconvenient. Yeah, you just. just that. Why is that a thing? It's not helpful. I feel like the whole wizarding world isn't helpful. No, most like... of it really isn't. Like they've got all t- this magic, and they're just like, let's just do this, just piss let's, about let's most let's of the time. Fuck them about, fuck them off. I didn't take any notes, but a, yeah, a, a brain note that I thought was, you know, you know McGonagall in like the second lesson he'd ever had or whatever. Yeah. I feel like she could have been, you know, a bit more forgiving. You know, like you say, the staircases move, the pictures move, literally everything moves to give you no sense of direction whatsoever. And she was like, five minutes late, five minutes late. What the fuck? What the fuck have you been doing? Why could she not have been like, that's understandable, actually. It's pretty weird, actually, isn't it, being here? This is why you can tell Dan's a shit manager, because there's 30 students in that class and 28 of them made it there on time. Yeah, yeah but, but there's one who's never seen a fucking moving staircase or a one before, and he's like... Oh, that was gonna... Yeah, but he's also with the guy that has lived through that shit all his life. That was going to be another one of our points. Yeah, but he's Supposedly... obviously a waster. 
supposedly yeah. there's like multiple right, stoner definitely a stoner also there's like i've got a new weed and shrooms hook up so if we want to do a shrooms episode you've done shrooms recently no i've got i've got a new hook up for weed and shrooms so we can do a shrooms episode you, you know i can't do drugs I, me and Alan can do one. You can document it. Fuck you guys. That'd be ace. We should do that. Uh, another one I got <laughs> is... Yeah, guys, I can't do drugs, so I can't do a drugs episode. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, Hermione calls... You know the little chess game they have? Where like one bashes another one? You're smashing she's like, chess. She's like, oh my God, that was barbaric. She literally 10 minutes ago just watched Quidditch, where people are like trying to knock the shit out of each other. I mean, the weirdest thing about that is she's like, that's barbaric. It's chess. It's just normal chess. I don't know why they have to call it wizard chess. It's just chess. It is with, like, chess. animated pieces. No, the weirdest thing about what Aaron just said is that people actually try and do it in real life. But something, going yeah, back, yeah. To, watched, back to my real point. Real life Quidditch, because it is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, but it's because it's played by a bunch of nerds. But back Dan to my, does it on the weekend. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, back to my them being late. Supposedly, it's like... A third to you know like half of the classes are like muggle born or whatever is it that yeah. high so you'd think like a lot more of them would be like oh, this is my there's not really much orientation is there to be like you're a wizard you come into a wizard school this is how you're going to enjoy it don't besides, go on this don't go on this floor because you might die this is how you're going to enjoy it you're besides a vague bit in the second book there's no talk whatsoever about like must be pretty weird to find out, you know, you've got like literal magical godlike powers and you just turn up at the school and they're like, pictures move, ghosts exist, staircases move, fucking get used to it. And if you're five minutes late to class, that's it, you're going to dissension. Imagine being late to class when you're like, oh, I was on my way to class and then the staircase moved and it also moved to that floor where we're not allowed to go in or else we'll all die. And there was a ghost so and it. Not there for like 10 minutes. We will die. Day. And a, and a, for another staircase to come by. And a suit of armour dunked on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you were five minutes late to class, so, you know. You fucking little prick. No wonder there was so much discrimination against them in this world. We've moved really quick through this. but can just We've say, got to, because we've taken so much time. I don't give a shit. This podcast will last as long as it lasts. I'm, I'm, um, I, I Hagrid, Hagrid is brilliant in the film. Hagrid is my MVP of the film. This the, the great actor. casting. I think kids as well. Kids aren't great actors. The cast: Hagrid, Snape, McGonagall. A plus plus. Definitely. I think that, I think it was really good casting. My only issue with the film, casting wise, is it really shows how like poorly the books age because they need the kids need to age up super quick. Because otherwise, the, the plots make no sense. What do you mean? Like, in, this, in the third book, like, when 13-year-old fucking Harry Potter fights off full-grown man series black, can you imagine a 13-year-old trying to, like, push you over now? Well, not 13-year-old you, because you're two-foot-nothing. <laughs> Got him. Okay, like, normal 13-year-old. Yeah, totally. And Harry Potter's described as extremely skinny and short the entire series. No, he goes big. He goes like six foot something. (laughs) He gets hench. (laughs) 
He doesn't. He does. He goes like six foot. I swear to God. I vividly remember J.K. Rowling writing that. And then <laughs> Harry got <laughs> ten. Six foot. And then Harry. <laughs> Book six. Du, 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 du. Harry was now six foot something. <laughs> Harry was now six <laughs> foot something. And starring in Diet Coke adverts. No, because Ron got told or whatever. Harry got. Did you just say told? Yeah. <laughs> you can never call anyone anything ever again on this podcast. I'm just saying. I just think it's bullshit that a 13 year old could try and fight a full grown man. How did um when you so you all read the books before the film came out? Yeah. Yeah. How do you pronounce Hermione? Hermione. Aaron. I don't know. I don't remember. Hermione. Hermione. I've never heard that name before. Yeah, because it's not a fucking name before the books. I distinctly remember Hermione. I think I was at the point where I, I had the, the films name. hadn't come out, but I it it had been a cultural thing. Like people were aware of it, so I knew how to pronounce it. I think that's my. See, I'd never heard of Hermione. Yeah, I, I didn't know until the first film. Hermione. <laughs> Yours sounds like a Shakespeare fucking character, Hermione. Yours sounds like a video game. Hermione 1, yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> I think JK was just banging into like, like a, a fucking... The, the world's shittiest Pokemon, like base evolution. Oh, you got Hermione 1. <laughs> just Hermione 3. Li- Liam just thought that ass. JK was banging into her anime and stuff. <laughs> This oh, I've got so many notes. Um, I've also got that. We need to do another. We need to do another bloody record because we're already two minutes left. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh my god, this was such a long episode because this is one fucking hour. <laughs> You're not even letting me bitch about the things I want to bitch it's about. Because you keep going on sidetracks about buying a N64 like a mad bitch, which is the most powerful console ever made at the time. But it's not the best console ever made, is it? I think it was. I genuinely think the N64 is the best console. It wasn't even better than the PS1. PS2 is the best console, mate. Just accept it. Everyone knows it. I'd rather have a 360 than a PS2. N64 is <laughs> You're a <laughs> fucking lunatic. You covered your face with your hands then. Because it's insane. It's insane. PS2 right. is the best single player. Oh my God, stop it, you two. No. Yes, he was a better single player. Aaron, stop the recording. Can't. I can't. He says recording. I'm in full control. Stop the recording. PS2 is the best console. Everyone knows that. Listeners, um, drop us a message on Twitter at LTAMPod or Gmail us at Aaron. Just, just do the Twitter thing. Yeah, just do anyone the Twitter that, thing. Anyone that thinks uh, 360 is better than PS2, just please report yourself directly to the police station. Let them know that you've got severe mental issues and require some help. Thank you. However, if your answer is N64, then you're completely right. Goodbye. Catch you in a second. Bye. Okay, we're back. Um, Well, you know, as you know, as prepared as we always are. So what were we last talking about? Well, Harry Potter. Oh, that's the one. That film. Um, yeah, so I've got 
that smug prick. This is my note. Say that smug prick says we'll take the whole, we'll take the lot on the train. I also yeah. had issues with this. That was very smug. Yeah, smug prick. He has no concept of money. He pulls out like ten coins. Now I appreciate that galleons are worth more than the rest of this shit. Like ten coins. He has no idea what that means. No. My bigger issue was was with everyone else on the train being like. Yeah, you know, all right, what the fuck, man? Yeah, you know, maybe where's I would. Where's all the sweets, yeah. No one no fucker likes him. And my second After biggest issue was, can you imagine, right, okay, so if you're Ron, it's like you're obvious working-class kid, you know, parents don't have the most money in the world. I mean, you're, I sitting mean. In, you're sitting in a carriage with someone who's famous, and then this famous person, he's like, I'm just going to buy this whole trolley right now. I'll share it with you, but you won't be like, this guy's obviously my friend. You'd be like, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. I <laughs> hate this guy. guy. Yeah. No, yeah. It, no, if you were sat with him in his cartridge, you'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm in it. I'm, I'm, come, I'm, you know, sick. This is great. In the moment. If you're, in if the you're, moment. If you're in the next car, you're like, that guy's a piece of shit. In the moment, you'd be like, oh, yeah, sound. But as soon as you got out of that car, you'd be like, fucking Harry what a fucking car. He just bought everything. This fucker's rich. Fuck this guy. No Life one likes him. rich people. Life him. Wand him. Use we, all, we, all, shank him. we all knew rich people in school Wait, and no one liked what's the, them. What's the one version of Shank? Wank him. Wank him. Just wank it. The one, ver- the, the one version of Shank apparently in Harry Potter is still just fucking Shank, to be perfectly honest. I never understood why, you know, you know, they do like five years of magical education or whatever. And they only do like magic stuff. Why did they never learn something like, you know, that you'd actually use in real life? Find an actual gun. Yeah, they use like, uh, turn, a, turn a teapot into a fucking hedgehog. Uh, that's going to come in massive handy in my real life. So thanks a lot for that. <laughs> but I mean, it's, you it's say that like you use Pythagorean theorem every day. Yeah, no, but you know, in the in the later books, obviously we're coming off the first two films, which we should we should be talking about. But in the later books and films, like Hermione is like the only one that's like, you can't fucking transfigure stuff into food and water and all stuff like this. And you should be what like, they should have been like, oh, why why did they not teach us this? Why was this not a fundamental part of their yeah, education? Hogwarts seems set up to be like, this is how you can live your life. Yeah, some some really not. <laughs> On that point, in the second film, you know that bit where um, Malfoy no, 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 shoots no, the snake wait, at Harry? Get there. Wait till we get there. Well, I've got big issues with it. We're getting there. I'm, I'm nearly doing my notes for the first film. I've got everything's a bit blue. Not in a sexy way. It's just <laughs> the filter. For the dads. It's a bit blue. I didn't like it. I also didn't like... The... Okay, so the first third of the film... Is shot really weirdly. Like, we're not going against like plot and like story concepts, are we? Because that's that's like part of the story, which is you know fair enough. It's it's not the best pace, but it's a good story. It's just not the best. No, I mean, I mean, it's shot like a like an eighties or na- like early nineties film. I know exactly in, what you mean. It and it seems weird. And the more I thought about it, and it it kind of changes when it gets to Hogwarts. 
And I think it's, what they try to do is everything is shot from a, from a downwards angle. So everything of amplitude, well, not everything, but like a lot of shots are shot. If you're looking like Petunia and Mrs. Daisley, whatever, everything's lower. And I think what they try to do is put it in in the like um, what's the word I'm thinking of? What's the word I'm thinking of? In the subconscious, that's the word I'm thinking of. The you know, in the in the Muggle world, Harry's lower shit. Then when he gets to Hogwarts, it'll kind of shift so it's more level. But he's above it. Everything shot from a downwards angle. And I kind of feel like it was a creative choice. And maybe it's just the quality of my internet that made it seem shit. But just watching it back now. Ugh. Excuse me. Fuck out, that was awful. Edit out, Liam. Edit out. <laughs> um, it's just, yeah, it just didn't, didn't really work for me. But... You know, that was, that was we're, we're not that critical on this podcast. Who the fuck shakes hands at 11? I thought there was a few issues with the stuff that, you know, that they did as kids in, in the film, but like... So I'm at Aaron at 11. How would you felt if I was like, all right, Lewis, I don't know where. <laughs> we're just using surnames. All right, X. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, we've got, we got our surnames on the on the Twitter, right, Lewis? That's, that's, plot, that's, plot, that's plot stuff, though. And I don't think we can I mean, we can stack like, that like, without like, getting into the box. Called Dan Bray for the whole of his life, I suppose. So that's the wrong thing. Dan X, yeah. you can edit that. But it'd be like if thingy, it'd be like if um, you met, you know, you met Aaron when you were eleven. But he'd also bought every single suite on the entire trolley before he'd met Aaron. And then he'd come in and be like, Oh, nice to meet you. This guy's a bit of a piece of shit. And you'd been and you'd been like, actually, this guy's my best friend. I've just spent 40 quid to buy every suite for him. I've known you guys for how old are we now, Aaron? What's it? 18 years at least. Yeah. I, won't spend, I won't spend 40 quid on suites for you. You'd spend four quid on suites for me. I spent three. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. Yeah, um, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of plot stuff that's wrong with the film. But I, I don't feel really comfortable no, slacking. Like when when Malfoy's like, you two realise that there's people that are better than others. I like who shakes hands at that age. Because <laughs> if we're if we're slacking no, film like, bits, I, Quidditch, Quidditch I, makes no sense. You know, what a terrible game. Shit. I think it looked ace. I just feel like. I'm Draco. You'd be like, I'm Malfoy. You'd, you'd be like, and even then, you you wouldn't sit around and you'd be like, all right, mate. Yeah, all right, cool. Let's go play something. You'd be like, here's my hand. Let's have a business. Who shakes hands at that age? You said, let's go play something. What yeah. sort of 11 year old were you? I think you just like said, waiting to, we were waiting to cat. get molested. Let's play Kit the Wand. Kit the Magical App. What you year did said, you let's have a business, so... Yeah, I'm not fucking... You're like, it was the year 2000 when you were 10, mate, not fucking 1930. You weren't sitting there like, let's be friends, let's do this, ba 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 This is the point. But you, if you, right, okay, so, you're, so your mate, your older mate goes, do you want to come play some... Your mate goes, do you want to come play some, some game on the field, yeah, on the park? There's some new guy there, 
that's pretty popular, would you, would you go like, I'm Daniel Bray? And then sit your hand out to shake, shake his hand. Sorry, who's the new popular boy? Me. Are you saying Harry Potter's the new popular boy? Would you go be friends with him? No, I'm saying... Because you're, well, you're basically saying, like, if Jesus Christ turned up on the train when okay, I was 10, go, would I want to be friends Jesus, with him? Probably. If Jesus, if Jesus Christ turns up on the field and he's, you know... Prob- in fact, you haven't even seen Praise him play. Praise be Jesus. You've not even seen him play at the can. You've just seen him there. Yeah, you're about to play, but you've not even seen him play. I'm not even on a back hit the camp. I'm on about if I'm, I'm sitting on a train Dan, and the I'm, fucking saviour of humanity Dan, turns Dan, up, I'm probably gonna want to be friends with him. Dan, I'm on about kick the can. If the saviour of humanity, when it comes to kick the can, comes up, is your first instinct to go shake his hand at eleven? Is he the greatest ever kick the can player? Yeah, you you like but you're introducing yourself. Are you shaking his hand? You you're eleven years old. You're being like, hey, mate, you're right, job. Do play? But you've been like, all right, you're mate, ma- you're massive than underestimating eleven year olds. Who the fuck shakes th- shakes people's hands? Who the fuck shakes other eleven? Eleven years old? Who shakes other eleven year olds' hands? If it's the greatest eleven year old that's ever lived of all time, I'm gonna probably shake his hand. Bullshit. If I meet if I if I meet if I meet Messi and I'm eleven, I'm not sitting there thinking like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm gonna shake sand. Maybe I'm going slithering. But I ain't shaking no fucking sand at eleven. If I'm eleven, they're eleven. Nah, we're equal footing. We're eleven years old. Fuck them. Maybe that's you. This is the greatest eleven year old of all time. Aaron, apparently. Aaron, I'm sick of kick the can. Are you shaking my hand? Or is, are Why are you on about why are you on about kick the can so much? That's this is such a weird 11. thing. I, I play kick the can at 11. He didn't kick the can, did he? He killed Wizard Hitler. Well, I, it's not like he'd fucking scored that, a goal. He killed on Wizard that Hitler. Slash can's face, Wizard Hitler's face. If you met Hitler now, not Hitler that killed all the Jews and did all the terrible stuff, Hitler that killed <laughs> Hitler, would you not be like. You, is your basis there that uh, Hitler's all right because he killed Hitler? No, my basis is that you know Hitler's terrible. But if there was like some separate version of Hitler that killed Hitler, I'd shake his hand. I'm 11 years old. 9/11 happened a year ago, and I still don't really get that. So no. Like, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but you're saying like kick the can. No one's saying that Harry Potter kicked the can. He killed Wizard Hitler. Okay, my point is, do you do you go? Do, if you're meeting someone for the first time that's your age, are you shaking their hand? Or are you just like, do you want to come play? Do you want to come play? Well, and now, probably. Probably no. going to shake. And also... No, you're, you're 11. Missing the... 11, would you shake... You're missing the other major... Hand. You're missing the other major fact. It wasn't well, like you're too much down did... on, on this No, because they didn't, they didn't meet on a field, did they? They didn't meet, like, fucking behind the bike sheds. They met, they met on a train. Where are, they, where are they going to go play? Where are they going to go play? They're on a train. Yeah, but they're like... Uh... Yeah, fuck it. You, you're you're completely. You are a fucking. There's so many things wrong with these films, and you pick the exact wrong thing to be mad about. Aaron, if you're on a stairway, I, I feel like you were more mad about the Xbox 360 thing, and that also went for a very long time. 360. Went. I'm quite. I'm quite mad about this. My next point is, um, they are the world's worst protections on the chain. You know, Philosopher's Stone. Because they literally teach 11-year-olds this shit. To open the door. Yeah, that is bullshit. Every single charm and shit that they just try and fix, aside from chess, which, you know, a five-year-old can do if they're good enough. 
I did make a note that uh, the bit with the devil snare, the sort of the plant that they fall into. Yeah, just relax. It's rough, wrapping them up and that. Has anyone seen the original Evil Dead? Yeah. Because it's different when you've seen that film. Where the tree rapes a woman. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, these kids, get them out of there now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to get way worse for them in a minute. I am um, having recently reread the first book. Recently. There's an actually, there's, there's a fourth trial. Which is a load of fucking like potions and shit. I, I completely forgot. The logic about. trial. Yeah, I've forgotten about that one as well. Okay, I'm glad you have. Because I had completely forgotten. It's basically a load of bottles and like, well, this one's fine. Like, this one's good. This one will get you out. This one will kill you. This one. There's a load of bottles that will basically kill you. And there's like three that will be like, one will save you. One will get you back out the other door. And one will get you to the door you want to go through. And Hermione figures it out. I'm like, that's the one you want to show. Because I feel like the show of three was like one's for Ron, one's for Hermione, one's for Harry. Yeah. Whereas you probably could have cut the devil snare one. Yeah, you could be like, or they even cut it. for like, there's two minutes of film. It's like, no, don't even worry about it. We learned about this shit. Here we go. That's just learnings. Because one, Ron's is not a learning. Well, he learned how to play chess. Yeah, but he, in the book at least, he's like he's teaching Harry how to play chess. He always knows that shit. He's just really good at chess. And even there, I feel like, well, he's just he's eleven years old, so he's good at chess for an eleven-year-old, not for fucking. Yeah. If you dumble dick. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot of it that's dumb because you know, like in the book, like why did he put all that bullshit in front of anyway? Why not just like you know just lock it in a safe and leave it there? Well, they did. They put it in Gringotts, which is the safest bank in the world, and someone broke into it. Yeah, but like, why? Why would that not be safer than like you know putting it behind a dog, a bit of plant, uh, some flying keys, a chess set? Well, how hard could how hard could the chess set have been to beat if like an eleven year old beat it? Let's be honest. Well, this this is my problem with it, right? So, Gringotts, the safest bank in the world, gets broken into. And also, the the worst part is, you know, at the so end like, when let, let, Harry makes it worse. Because when Harry Harry gets there, Quirrell stood there and he's looking in the mirror and he goes, I, I see myself getting the stone and giving it to my master, but where yeah. is the stone? If Harry didn't then Harry gets there, Harry gets there and he's like, Harry gets there and he's like, oh my god, the fucking stone's in my pocket. If Harry had never turned up, Quirrell would have been there when the bloody wizard Quirrell police turned up. Yeah, exactly. You absolutely and been like, right. you fuck, mate. Well, you're dead to rights. Well, you're here. You're dead to rights. We've got you dead to rights. But yeah. instead, Harry Potter gets there, turns up in his pocket, straight up murders him. It's right, because he can melt his face with his hands, though. Where? Um, so I'm, I'm looking at the notes now, trying to read them, because my handwriting is terrible. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Where's, before... where's Quirrell's ro- wand? Like, you see, defence against the dark arts teacher doesn't have a wand, apparently. There's a lot of things. If you like... did, you like... Fuck you, Avada Kedavra. It's pretty obvious. Book one, book one, and book two suffer from the both same extreme issue, which is J.K. was writing a kid series and she'd not thought about the world building. But after she wrote book three, which was an absolute banger, book three was great. Prisoner of Azkaban is the best book and the best film. 
It's not the best film. It is. It's not. Uh, I could give you. We'll get there next second. year. We'll yeah. I think, I think we. Yeah. Anyway. Two, two a year. But anyway, what's your favourite film? Just out of curiosity. I can't remember. Probably. You can cut it. Probably the last one. He won't. Wrong. I think Prisoner of Azkaban for me. Yeah. It's, but anyway, so that's, that's that's the one that kicked off. That's Prisoner of Azkaban's the one that like kicked off like Pottermania. Everyone went fucking bonkers after Prisoner of Azkaban. So she'd written a, an okay series and then she wrote Prisoner of Azkaban, which was an absolute banger. People went mad for it and she was like, right, I need to make this good. And she did write a good series, but the first two books are fucking dog shit. You know the um, role which means the first two films also dog shit. The role of Harry Potter was written to some some other guy. I can't remember his name because I didn't write it down. But um, no, oh, it's uh, Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, it's Bane. No, it was some American guy. But she actually had quite a lot to do with the films. The casting, yeah. She, she, she was. I'm not saying she had loads of shit to do with them. It's like only English cast. And just loads of shit, and she kind of had shit in mind already for the future films. And whether she'd written or not, she was like, just stay this way. But yeah. the kid who was going to be, I think it was like Liam Neeson. Um, it was not Liam Neeson. I think it was Liam Neeson. I'm fairly, fairly certain. He went to be in the series of Unfortunate Events films. Or TV I did not realise as well how fucking long ago the first Harry Potter film was until I watched it the other day. Yeah, it's 20 it, years ago. It feels old now as well. Can I just say it? Those first few, those first two films feel dated. The effects those like- first two films were fucking awful. That, that second film was honestly an absolute insane nope. slog. It was one of the worst things I, I've I ever really, watched. I have a really soft spot for, for these films in general. So do I, because it makes me think of being a kid, but I, I think the 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 um. So I'm looking for not a physical support. The, the the real effect stuff is done quite well. It's the digital stuff that's not done as well. Like the Quidditch and shit. The CGI is pretty fucking rough at times. Yeah. but even then, it's 2001, so fine. Yeah, I uh, I think after the second film, the the flip a switch and get quite no, noticeably better. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just trying, before we finish it, let me just finish these notes. Where's Cools Rond? Um, I can't read my handwriting. Oh, I fucking... Voldemort I has a nose. Yeah, well, I, 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 I'll take that because it's a different kind of thing. I want me to say my biggest issue with the first two films, and it's an issue with the first two books too. You know the Tom Marvolo riddle? And yeah. he switches it all around, say, I oh, am Lord Voldemort. Dan, 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 save it. We're on the first film. We're almost done with the first film. Wait. Okay, the first film sucked. I, I hate the fact that, like, he only passed out when Lord Voldemort ran through him or whatever. I um, I hate that... I hate anything where it's like, love is the greatest power. That's yeah. Shit. Hate that shit. And they grow on that in the, in the later films. Like, okay, well, this... He's helped you, and, da, 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 da. and that, they make a point of the days as being important. But I hate that shit. Um, Dumbled. No, sorry. Imagine if Harry turned out to be a right prick. It's my literal note. Like, you just left him with these arseholes. Imagine if he, he was just a dickhead when he came back to Hogwarts. Yeah. 
<laughs> I want to see that film. Like, I was like, yeah, but like, he was like, a, there is a fan pick of that. Is there? I need to read that shit. He was like oppressed for eleven years, so he's like, well, now I'm now I'm super Jesus. So fuck everyone else. I'm the king. My uh, there's like multiple fanfics of him being like there's fanfics of him being super Christian, fanfics of him being like super logical. There's so many fanfics. My uh, I think my last note on the film was uh, the first one. Yeah, on the first one was uh, even at like. 10 or 9 or whatever when I first read the book, the bit where Dumbledore at the end is like, oh yeah, you all get points for doing this shit that nobody else has heard about. I did this as well, yeah. Um, My fact... I have the same note. Slytherin, you win, but wait, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, basically. He waited until the last second. Old prick. Oh, there's these these three kids that I actually like more than the rest of you, so they all get more points. My thought... Harry's been in prison, in prison, in, like, hospital for, let's say, a week, yeah? So this shit has happened. So as a responsible adult, I I feel like I'm an arsehole, but I'm a responsible adult. If I was taking care of these people, and this shit happened, I'd be like, this shit has happened, so they're in Eden really well, but points to them, points to them, points to them. I also, like the f- I also like the fact that, because like, literally nobody else knew what was going on, so he's like, oh, to Ron Weasley for bravery, 50 points. And it's like, <laughs> everybody else other than Harry, Hermione, and Ron are all sitting going, the fuck? What's going on yeah. right now? <laughs> no, My f- but, but he does it on purpose. It's a fucking arsehole. Yeah. And then he gives the last points to Neville. My favourite bit about that was, uh, imagine being like 17, and then... Bullshit am I as well. It's like they have yeah. points, but yours are the most important five. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> one point just enough for you to win. It's because the point system at the start is completely fucked. So, like at the start, it's like minus two points for being a prick, and then at the end, it's like minus 50, uh, plus 50 points for not being a prick. <laughs> every, every single thing's like no one likes Harry Potter, everyone's yeah. a dickhead. It's like Oh my god, I think someone's... You can understand why, can't you? A hundred percent. People are killing mudbloods. Harry Potter, shut the fuck up. Stop lying. You're probably doing it. But push points to Gryffindor. I don't want to say anything, but you know, imagine being like a 17-year-old Slytherin. There's no post, like, Hogwarts education, apparently. There's no university. I so, like, there's no Hogwarts university. Imagine, like, having to take off your fucking CV. Like won the house cup or whatever the fuck they put. Because that, that'd have to be massive in that world. And you've got to cross it out because of Harry fucking Potter. Mate, if you went to Slytherin, you know that you're just going to jail after Hogwarts anyway. This was something else, jail. This is something else I wanted to bring up, but I didn't want to bring up because it was in the book as well. And I wasn't trying to like, plot point, but imagine being in school, right, where a quarter of the students, anyone that's ever gone bad, which is stated in the film and the first book, Anyone who has ever turned evil was in this one quarter of a house in a school. And imagine not thinking, like, we should what, probably just what, scrap this watch one house. Him. Watch them. No, no. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so I've got a thought, right? So it's not, every, it's not everyone in Slytherin that goes bad. No, it's not. It's just everyone that goes bad is in Slytherin. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, it's kind of like... What's the, the number? That's, that's, that's a youthful ignorance, that is, because... 
We'd like yeah, to find what, out the other schools and shit. So sure. But what's what's the number? Right, in book one to three, we only know about Hogwarts. So every bad wizard ever has been in Slytherin. What number of bad wizards have had to be in Slytherin? Like, what percentage of Slytherins have to turn bad before you're like, you know what? Let's just scrap the Slytherin. A lot, program. apparently. Like, if you get sorted in Slytherin, I'm sorry, you just I guess get it's like seventy-five percent. I've got it right. So, a, a, a few episodes ago, if, if it's ten percent, right? Okay, I if it's ten percent, I said, okay, so the Australia with all the world, worst shit in the world in there. Would you rather have? All the worst shit in the world in Australia and maybe have to go there or have it spread out and, it, you know, just be everywhere and you have to deal with it. Hogwarts has, has answered that question. and They've gone for the Australia shit, problem. It's gone to Australia. It's a good point. All the rest of the world is... I'm, a, I'm advocating and something else. If, say, like... The like answer 10... is you fucking nuke Australia, right? It's, you know, yeah. 25% like of... Yeah. 10% of Slytherins go bad, say. And that's every wizard in the world, according to these these first two films. Every wizard in the world that's gone bad has been in Slytherin. Say it's 10%. In fact, it's and one, of, one of those 10% is literally Wizard Hitler, who's trying to exterminate like everyone who's not a wizard. So I'm this, sorry, Slytherin's got to go. They have got to go. They this, are done. This brings a point. Right, so end of Harry Potter 1. How are rating it? Are you happy with that film? I'm a, it's a kid's film, and like looking Six. back at it, I love that film. I think I said seven. Six out of ten for me. Yeah, I'd go seven as well. I think. I think I don't. I think it's, it was alright. I don't think it's, it's a great a, it's film a, now. However, I remember loving that film. And for a kid's yeah. film, that's a banger. If I was a kid, I'd say like an eight or a nine. But now it's a six. It's above average. It's a from good a, kids' from film. From a critical point of view, it's a you know, and um, so <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. So it had a budget of one hundred twenty-five million. It made one hundred ninety-seven eight million. Sorry, it made nine hundred seventy-eight million. I was going to say it made. I was about to say fucking hell, mate. It blew it. It blew itself. Uh, the next film, Chamber of Secrets. Weirdly, after making so much money. We've not even made comments on Chamber of Secrets yet because I've got many issues with this film too. We're, we're, this is where we're going, Daniel. So, that 125 made 978. This only had a 100, 100 million budget. So it actually dropped. After and you got all the sets already, haven't you? <clears throat> I suppose. Uh, but it made 879. So, you know, it, it kind of was pretty even in terms of what it made compared to what, what they spent. Um. But on what you were saying, it starts off and you've got Diagon Alley, which is literally a place... Well, no, to be fair, it starts off with Dobby. Bit of a knob. That's my note. Not making lovable. No, they did not. My note on this was, how the fuck do you not see a cake floating around? (laughs) Why did Harry Potter wander out there? That's a big-ass cake. Yeah, you have to travel downstairs and be like, Hold his hands up in the air. If yeah, like he like he's doing it. If he like, just stays upstairs, problem solved. Fine. Yeah. No, I think Diz is paranoid enough to be like, he's that sort of there. Well, yeah, yeah would have blamed him, but yeah, but Bishop Brennan doesn't see him standing in the room there, does he? Yeah, that's very true. 
Um, I also made a note about uh, flu powder. Not ideal if you've got an accident. Bullshit. Or sort of, or anything literally <laughs> at all wrong with you. Because you can say diagonally and end up in nocturnally, apparently. That's not how things should work. No, it should not be like a slight <laughs> misspeaking. It's like, Boom. this is so- somewhere else in the co- another corner of the world. Something I wanted to bring up, you know, nocturnally. It's obviously meant to be like a bit of a cheetah meal sort of thing, you know, a bit of a, bit of a rough, yeah. bit, of a, bit of a knockoff patch. But like, Cheetah Mill is like, you know, knockoff Adidas. It's not like someone selling fucking poison <laughs> and crack openly. Poison, like, crack and mine camp. It's yeah. not like you go to Cheetah Mill and there's a shop that just says crack rock that you so, can buy crack rock at. I just didn't understand why it had to be so exclusively evil. Why could you not? Initially evil. Why couldn't so, you have just been like, right, not turn alley and it's like knockoff Nimbuses? Why couldn't they, it just be knockoff no. shit? Why did it have to be like the most hardcore of hardcore drugs? And everyone knows about this alley, by the way. Knockoff shit is what it should have been. Everyone knows about like Wizard Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, Wizard Hitler shops. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, if, if they're selling knockoff nights. Like you can probably, you know. Imagine if they were selling Zyklon B on fucking Cheetah Mill. That shit would get shut down immediately. <laughs> Everyone is genuinely aware of the fact that these are fuck offs. Like these are dickheads over here. That are worshipping the worst dude that ever fucking lived. Go Cheetah like, Mill, you can get some Agent Orange. Yeah. <laughs> Despite having auras and, you know, having FBI agents that are like, Exclusively, to seek out tracking yeah. down these people. There's a whole street in the main street of the world, apparently. It's literally with... next door to it. <laughs> yeah. it's, I also... one, it's one knock away from going down Nocturne Alley. I also love I the thingy as well, though. That, oh, the... no, they were there fine, though, because you know, freedom of speech. That Hagrid's down there. Hagrid's down there. Every fucking single one of those fuckers has like all lives matter hashtags um, tattooed to themselves. <laughs> no, I, I love the thing. I love that like Hagrid's down there and Harry's like, Hagrid, why? Uh, honestly, mate, why the fuck are you in like Wizard Hitler Street? And Hagrid's like, I, I just think- needed, I, I needed some slug pellets, Harry. I needed some slug pellets. <laughs> why was Harry not immediately like, can you not get him in a normal shop, mate? Doesn't, doesn't sound <laughs> I feel right. Like, I, feel like, I feel like, get moving. I feel like a lot of people probably need slug peg pellets, Harry. Weed killer, got you. Why do you need to come down Wizard Hitler Street? (laughs) Imagine if you. Imagine if you're like. How bad are you at your job? (laughs) Like uh, protecting people from dark wizards. Not as important as getting rid of slugs. Street. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if thinking. Imagine if you like got caught in like a full-on, like, neo-Nazi store, and someone was like, what are you doing here, man? And you were just like, pesh repellent. <laughs> Only place you can get it. I don't like... I was buying <laughs> pornography. <laughs> I don't like it, you don't like it, but we've all got to accept it. I had to say, I fucking... But those nice them. shops over there... I, uh, I love Mr. Weasley. Do you know? Yeah. He's a uh, a good character and a good actor. He's a to be fuck, fair. Yeah, he, yeah, 
I don't know if he's just a good character or it's like he's played really well in these films. Yeah, I like him as well. I thought he was really good. He's he's maybe he's wasn't uh, in the first film. No, it wasn't. No, maybe some bit of a squib. No, my parents aren't magical. No, it's a virgin. I just really like him. He's, I think he's quite likable. I think he's one of the best sort of. He comes across the most grounded. natural. Yeah, but that's it. He's, he's like he's the most wizard, but grounded because he doesn't come across as like someone who's acting in the a film. Massive prick. Whereas I think a lot of them do come across as like, oh, we're such wizards, we're so wizardly and everything else. Whereas I think he feels like the most naturally. Yeah, in I that mean, that, world. That's, that's to do with his job in it. So I mean, his job is it's to do with his character as well. To be fair. Yeah, but his job is like muggle investigations or some shit. Yeah, but he's like that's what I mean. He's like he's interested in like shit that's normal to us whereas everyone else in the wizard's world's like oh, a fucking phone oh bloody Mark wild never heard of this sort of thing because i always so that like was same... that I was, I've, I've always never understood right so these wizards are so they're so advanced they can do whatever the fuck they want but they're stuck in you know charlie chaplin or even before that they've they're so stuck in the dark ages well, me and Lauren had this argument the other day, right? So we watched both films together. Argument. Discussion. Yeah. And we so, said, right, what would you rather? Would you rather be a wizard in the Harry Potter universe? Or a normie now? A normal adult and you've got an iPhone. Because I, I know what I'm picking 100 times out of 100. Well, this I don't is, want to be so, a fucking wizard. I don't have light bulbs. I, I don't have, you know, like normal life. I don't have an iPhone. So you got kind of you got. Oh, that is mad. They don't, they don't have light bulbs, do they? That is nuts. They don't have. Any, they live to like two hundred years old, but they don't have a phone. What's the fucking point? Wait, <laughs> they have a phone, Aaron. They don't have a phone. To be fair, wasn't the books and films set in like the mid nineties, so no one had a phone. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. No, because the, the end ones were like, I think the end one was like ninety nine, two thousand. They were starting to come out with stuff set, by then. The internet was alive. They were set in the early nineties. So, but actually, not like Encyclopedia Britannica. But even without that, they're like Arthur Weasley. Like, this is they still don't have fucking light bulbs. (laughs) Ah, it's not like that. But it's something that's always kind of puzzled me. It's like, why Why are they so fucking backwards? So backwards. But it only hit me like recently rereading, like when Arthur Weasley came into the second book and rewatching it. That hit me, and this was like this is the stupidest statement that will ever be posted on a podcast, and everyone else will probably already realize. Bold, yeah, bold. But it only hit me then that, that was like, well, actually, no, like they've relied on magic, so they can do whatever they want. Whereas humans or Muggles, without having magic, have, have had to innovate. Yeah, if, if, if absolutely so, had to so build them. They, so basically, since the 1800s, when wizards could be like, here's a lamp, fire, they never had to grow from that point. Yeah, it hit me when, you know, when the fourth book came out. Sense, I, I, I'm looking at Aaron here because Dan's a prick. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that does make sense. It's a good point you've made. It is a good point. It hit yeah, me it, when I... I I'd never realised that. And it, literally, like, two weeks ago, I was like, oh my God, I'm a effing artard. Because it had never Dan's Dan's words, not mine. I'd never real. I, I've always been wondering, like, what, well, surely if they had an iPhone, 
or whatever an Atari to have more fun. Up. A so light bulb. I, I lined up for the book at midnight for the fourth book. And when I was reading the fourth book, you know, I've still got the scarf that I got as well for lining up outside Waterstones in crew. But um, no, sorry, not Waterstones. It was W.H. Smith's. Wow. But anyway, when the um, when I was reading the book, you know, and it was like all the ones from around the world going to the World Cup and that. Yeah. And they had like the tents that had like 15 floors. That's the next fucking... book. That's not the next book. No, no it's in book four. Two, two books away. Yeah, but I'm saying like, that's when I realised like, being a wizard would be fucking shit. Because imagine, like, going to the World Cup and having to sleep in a tent. Imagine not having a hotel room. Your best bet would genuinely be a a muggle-born going to Wizard World. Being a mudblood. Or half and half. Best of both worlds. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, you're in there and you're like, oh, yeah, you know. You've got a mobile phone, but you can select. I've got a mobile phone, but teleport at the same time. That's the only good power they've got. The rest of their powers are shite. Imagine, like, to kill someone having to do, do like, reckon, a do weird reckon, spell like, rather than just, like, blast them in the head. Like, if if someone wants to kill you in a, as a wizard, you're going to be like, yeah. a cadaver, and you've got to say it clearly, and I can't even say it clearly normally. They can do non That's That's what? A third of a second. Half no, because you can do non-verbal where they just think it. No, but like the killing curse and shit, I'm fairly certain you've got to be like... No, you don't. You, you've got to be angry, but you can do it non-verbal. But you are right that shooting a gun would definitely be quicker. Dan gets around going to it is. If I got a fucking M15... A Glock. You're firing off a lot more Glocks than you are thinking about a cadaver. That was a slow motion version of me firing those weapons. And the more important thing is that thingy, like with a Vada cadaver, you've got to be thinking about who you're going to kill, you've got to point your wand at home, you can do it once at a time, blah, blah, blah. You can't just blast him off like a machine gun. If you whack a wizard in a fucking trench, he's getting killed, he's getting torn up immediately. True. Um, yeah, We've gone off topic massively from the first time. two We're films. We're also running out of time for this Zoom call. Oh, shit, yeah. So I'm just reading some of the notes. Um, I can't read yeah, Dan, you've got less than a minute. Completely not listen to me there. The same, oh, fuck one. Less, less than, than a minute. minute. Can we yep. start this here? We'll, ju- we'll jump back in a second. Bye. So, just there's no peace. So, yeah, my next note was uh, Whomping Willow. Why is that on school grounds? <laughs> Mental. Just. Just don't go near this tree, it'll bash the shit out of you. Yeah, I mean, loads of the shit. Also, do you know what, do you know what Hogwarts is? Scotland. The Highlands, it's, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, did you know? I was like, where the fuck is this place? It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's winter, because it's, you know, even though everyone in the actual, you know, film and book is from the south of England, the entire book takes place in the north of Scotland. Yeah, yeah it's, of course. Except for that one lad who's the Irishest Irishman ever. Yeah. I, I, that also also makes me laugh that um, it sort of implies in the books, you know, it's not like the only place in the world to go to school, but the yeah. fucking Irish go there in Britain. 
So it's obviously the most, like, the only school in the world. Well, yeah, yeah. You either got there, France or Belgium. Apparently there's, like, schools in America as well. Yeah. It, well, in, like, the fucking extended EU there is. Yeah, but the whole thing is, it's like, there's one in England, one in France, one in Belgium, or, like, Germany or somewhere. And it's, like, one for the entire of the Americas. What Belgium, France. Germany, what are you thinking of? Dermstrand. Dermstrand? Bulgaria. Yeah. Whatever. Same difference. Like, it's, like, the Eastern Europe one. France is, like, the fucking Does Europe it begin one. with a B? Well, yeah, the whole, my whole point is, one for England and one for, like, Britain. One yeah. for Central Europe, one for Eastern Europe, one for the, literally the entire of the Americas, and one for everywhere east of, like Eastern Europe. It's like no, you're getting it. The catchment areas get bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah. She do she do a full on like Africa Asia school. Yeah, Asia do, school. That's you cool. the, the names get less, you know. Less, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. oh. I mean, Hogwarts, I, I, Durmstrang, Asia School. <laughs> I, lo- I love you. I love your books, JK. But the the Asia school ones are definitely do magic wrong according to you. <laughs> they're, they're the ones I want to read. I want to read Asia school. That's a follow up series. See, JK do the books, and the books are like uh, you know, like Britain does it, like you know, pretty good but not quite right. Whereas Asia and Africa do it completely wrong and need to be saved by the Britain school. <laughs> yeah, hundred Hogwarts running in to save Africa school. <laughs> yeah, Asia school's like, well, you kick out, you know, two thirds of them, but the ones that are in there, bright as fuck. Um, I've got, I've got a note that, and I can't remember where from, so I don't even know why I'm bringing it up. The cinematography reminded me of Sam, Ra- Sam Raimi, but I can't remember where from. Super weird note. Yeah, weird Evil note. Dead, obviously. Um. But the next note is no one seems that mad when Malfoy says mudblood. So mudblood's maybe like the M word, yeah? We we kind of all agree on that, surely. Uh I think it's more like the F word. But yeah. not that F word. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Could because Rand, at first Rand's like Fuck you, you can't say that. But no one else around him seems that mad. Like, if you watch the rest of the character, rest of the actors in that, they're like, just don't. This is pretty plain. You just look like, mm, mm, I wouldn't have said it, but all right. Yeah, yeah fine. I don't know if you've seen the rest of the world as well. Yeah, the minute man, I don't think I don't think bringing up like racist words at the moment is the right thing. No, this yeah. is exactly the right time. But then, so I wrote this note when he first says it when Ron goes to like eat slugs in. But then he says it like twenty minutes later when someone gets murked off by the by the um, air of Slytherin, and yeah. there's there's more people there. There's teachers there, and he goes, he says something along the lines of like, you know, fuck them mudbloods. I hope it's Granger now. You'll be next mudbloods. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. You'll be next blood mudbloods. It's like his exact words, and the teacher's like, what a prick. Fucking hell, Malfoy. Bugger off, you little dick. Oh. <laughs> exactly. You're so bad. Oh, get back to your dorm room, but we're not going to actually do anything. Oh. Put, okay, so, it, like, pull this up and put it, drop it into, like, a, a, a normal Pull this up, mate. Pull this up and like, put it in your, no- put it in your notes. And put it in your notes to discuss at the end of the series, because I've got a lot of notes for the end of the series. next N-word. And, and no one says anything. 
But uh, because, even let like, alone the implication that he's like threatening them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which which is a big part of that film and book. That the the three you know key people are like it's probably him. That guy's pretty much a white supremacist. I mean, if we're going for like, if we're going for like criticizing the end of the Potter box, none of them take discrimination seriously. And basically, the entire series is like how they should not stop discrimination, but sort of like, you know, make but it sort fair, of like an acceptable level. They also show that by literally the entire treatment of house elves throughout the and yeah, goblins and anything that's not human, even particularly I, in this I, film, you can see it with house elves. I yeah. do have a note that says I literal slaves. I mean, you wish you had a slave. Of humans. And they torture themselves if you if you, you know, like aren't happy pretty, with them. On, I feel like I'd be a pretty on the level master. Yeah, but they all say that. Yeah. I won't be a Lucius Malfoy being like kicking him and shit. Also, I think Lucius You might as well be. If you're gonna be an arsehole, just be a full arsehole. What was that American one that raped all the slaves and said he was good to them? <laughs> You're that guy. Because <laughs> I'm getting Rape, a similar vibe. <laughs> raping your house elves. Also, why did Dumbledore hire Lockhart? Because <laughs> I don't know. He was fucking <laughs> awful. He's clearly that, an idiot. No, that did get explained later in the box that literally the uh, the position was cursed and literally everyone yeah, knew the, it. But, the, the position was but cursed, no one talks about it. And even like in the books, even in that book, it's like it was a last minute thing because he couldn't get anyone. Yeah, but still, you'd get anyone. Yeah, you know, there's someone that was clearly a bullshitter. And even though the shit. entire time Snape's like, "I'll do it. Pick me. Yeah. I'm a decent teacher. I'll do it. Pick me." Oh no, we'll yeah. go with this dumbass. I found that weird in the books like, as well. Where so they're like, like, "Oh, Snape. If Snape, if Snape did defense against the dark arts, he'd be too close to the dark arts and turn evil." If I knew someone that was going to be like too close to something, they were going to turn evil, I'd probably be like, I'm "Not going to trust this person." <laughs> Probably not going to hire them. Actually, that's pretty. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty big indictment. No, no, I'll, someone, I'll just it? give them potions or some shit. Yeah, also, imagine what, if like if you hired someone, you're like, go on, Dan. Just imagine if you hired someone and you're like, yeah, he's a great employee, absolutely perfect employee. He bullies everyone apart from the ones he likes, obviously, which is bad. But he's loyal to me. But if he gets too close to black people, he's going to turn into a (laughs) massive racist. (laughs) (laughs) My point, by the way, he doesn't really actually mistreat Harry Potter at all throughout the entire these films either. Yeah, he's actually quite nice to Harry Potter. Harry Potter is just like, nah, he's up to something. (laughs) Oh, oh, you're late, so I'm going to set an example. This guy's a prick. (laughs) Yeah, he's got it in for me. I just forgot. (laughs) A major point of one of my notes that I text both of you for the first film. In the first film, when Harry Potter goes to his first potions lesson, he deserves to get shouted at. Why does he write like such a freak in his notes? <laughs> Why is he not filling the whole line? Who takes Why is he writing... notes? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Who takes notes, number one, for a, like a little introduction speech no, to the lesson? And no- number two... Who takes notes verbatim? No, it's not even I that. Teach you how to bottle. No, because he, he he doesn't take them verbatim. He just writes down the potions he tells him. But watch who takes notes? We watch the film. It's like bottle death and all he that doesn't. shit. Who takes notes for an intro to a class for like a speech to tell you what he's going to teach it? And who takes notes like this? 
every word gets its own line. Fuck off, Harry Potter. How much fucking paper have you got, son? What is the matter with you? It annoyed me so much. It was obviously he did it because, like, he couldn't film it round his handwriting because he was just a kid or whatever and he couldn't do it. But it fucking... It, rank, well, it rankled I mean, me something fierce. I'm not a kid, and look at my handwriting now. It is not good. It's better than Harry Potter's. Harry I Potter put... I cannot Harry read Potter, my handwriting. Harry Potter my put, handwriting. Put, Harry Potter put, put a stopper in death on 14 fucking lines. <laughs> yeah, to have like a different letter for every line. It, oh, God, it annoyed me. Speak, um, so, sorry, speak, just, just thinking. So you know how like amazing... Like the the great hall is and like all the feasts and shit like that. It goes into later on in the films. I don't know if it's in the second book or whatever. I'm not to that point yet. But that's actually just house elves making that. Yeah, like all slaves. the feasts and shit is just slaves and all Built on the back doing, of slaves. Yeah, he's not he's not just making food up here. He's just like transporting the food. That all the yeah. slaves are doing onto the plates. Like, if we're getting in. Mr. Big Dick's like, yeah, here you go. If we're getting into this point now... These these Jews have done this here. I'm going to bring it up here. Did you say Jews? Yeah, I'm thinking like Egyptians and shit. I'm drunk. Not Jews. That's a weird point. Like, slaves. Slaves. The the house elves are clearly slaves. The goblins are the, like, Jewish stereotype. The biggest problem with the Harry Potter series is that... At the end, instead of like, you know, being like a revolutionary and like, you know, ending the oppression of all like the magical creatures, Harry Potter's like, I'm just going to yeah, do a government job. Let, I'm just going to be a cop now. Let's just keep it going. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. I'm, I've killed Wizard Hitler, who's going to kill my friends. That's the thing. What the rest more, of you is. What I want to see more in these films that the books do quite well is that Harry Potter's actually not that great. No, I'd love like a <laughs> spin off it. Pretty average. I'd love a spin-off of like Harry Potter eight to fifteen, where Harry Potter's the bad guy, and it's like a revolutionary like fucking goblin or something who's trying to said, no, bang him down. Apologies if I've already said this partly through the podcast. I wish Harry Potter, had, like Hagrid, dropped him off. Dumbledore and all this shit. It's like leave him the Dursleys. Eleven years later, they pick him up. He's just a prick. Yeah. Like, oh, he's just oh, a you massive were, uh, asshole. Oh, he died because we kept him in the cupboard and malnutrition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, he pretty much is anyway. Yeah. No, this is Harry. He's just Dudley. He's just like, yeah, yeah, this is him. Yeah. But I don't know why. Oh, and no, he, he, he went a bit Dudley backwards. To like, <laughs> he's just like, oh, yeah. We went, in, we, we went a bit backwards because he never saw sunlight. You probably should have checked in on him on the last 11 years. Yeah. The weirdest thing is, like... I, I, I want Harry dead. I, I literally want Dudley to be sent to Hogwarts because they don't... They, they haven't realised Harry's dead. That would have been sick. Yeah, the... Then Dudley, just to save face, and Dudley's just there, like, waving his dick about. It's like, ooh, ooh a father patronum. And doing... <laughs> <laughs> you could... Like, you could say, Dud- Dud- Harry, and he's like... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Dudley, Dud, Dudley would definitely have a hunting shotgun because he was like clearly extremely middle class. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the weirdest thing in the books was by the end, like 11 year old Harry Potter has been abused and he's seen the worst of society and like how the abuse he can get. And he's like, I'm all for these like power structures and these, you know, like these classes 
Hermione, who had grown up insanely middle class with two dentists as parents, so she's clearly quite rich, has been like, you know what, actually, slavery is bad. And everyone in the book is like, you're a fucking lunatic, Hermione. Slavery is not bad. <laughs> slavery is the best. You ever tried it? <laughs> yeah. It's the best. Hermione, I don't know if you've noticed it, but they actually like being slaves. Yeah. Gets very strong in the South all of a sudden. Hey, go, come scratch my back. See, they just do what I want them to do. It's their best. Well, I don't know if you noticed this, but it's actually quite good for them to be slaves, and maybe it's quite rude for you to not make them be slaves. Because <laughs> otherwise they'd be bored. They'd just be, like, standing there otherwise. And I, do I, know, like, I don't understand why JK put that in the box. It was such a weird decision. It's like one of those things, like, oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's a, like, a political commentary on whatever. But just I feel like she wanted to do more with it, because, like, she put house elves in as, like, quite a big plot point in a couple of the books. But then at the end, she just I, completely, I mean, I like, think, think fucked out of it. Reform some sh- they, they do kind of... No, they don't. Do they, they don't not? reform anything. At the end of the book, they're just like, how selves can't get abused, but they're still slaves. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, and this was bad, and it still is. Because, like, <laughs> in the book... Harry's like, well, actually, I can see the, I can see the benefit to this. In, like, like... To the point of this episode, like the second film, the second book. He's a right arsehole, isn't he? Yeah. Fucking. But then he gets treated nicely, and then he get he starts acting nice, shockingly. (laughs) In the second book, though, they're like, "This is horrific." The treatment that Dobby gets, and then at the end of the second book, they free him or whatever. But then they bring him back in the fourth book, and they're like, "He's a slave again, but he gets treated nice now, so it's okay." (laughs) (laughs) He's a house. He's a house house elf. But like, he gets paid a quid a week now, and that's all he wanted, so that's more than enough. <laughs> I've got a, a note here. They go like, in, look, sorry, literally, in the fourth book, they go literally like, Dumbledore wanted to pay Dobby like a tenner a week, and Dobby yeah, said, no, sorry. I only want a quid. <laughs> and we were like, this is a good thing. Dumbledore's this fucking massive like, progressionist, <sighs> the best dude in the world. But he's totally fine with having a fucking slave. <laughs> <laughs> Seth greater good. They they're great, they're than, good. <laughs> but he, get, he gives him less than a minimum wage, but it makes him feel okay because no one else does. Oh, yeah, it's just less than int- minimum wage is more than there's more minimum wage than the rest of them again. And the, and the one that like the the house elf in um, Harry Potter four that like I can't remember what her name is Creature. now. No, Winky. Winky, that's like the uh, that's bar- the name of anything ever. It, it, Winky's like Barty Crouch. It's like tubbies. Winky is Barty Crouch's house elf, and she's been like Winky. abused and fucked over her entire life. And she like shakes when she talks because she's, she's been so just abused. Been abused and not fucked over, just she's been abused and fucked. Just had a dog's she's abuse terrible. for life, and she like shakes when she talks. And everyone, whenever anyone talks, they're like, Winky, what happened to you, fucking little dickhead? And the only, like, in, the only one in the box is like, maybe Hermione's like, oh, maybe you should talk to her a bit nicer. And everyone else is like, Hermione, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and they don't realise in the box why they are the bad guys. Even the good guys in the box are awful. Oh, every wizard, guys. Every wizard is stuck in about the 1700s and thinking like, 
You know okay, what's Dan, for Dan, here's one for you. What's Bad worse? one, not the worst. What's worse? Um, thinking of the connotations from it, house elves or calling someone a mudblood? Definitely house elves. Yeah, it's like saying the N-word versus having actual slaves. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to say having actual N-words. And I still think one of the worst things in the box is, uh, you know, like goblins. Because if you read the box in the... It, goblins like, the bricks. No, because in the box they're like, oh, there was a goblin re- rebellion where they did this. And then later in the box they explained that like the goblins were like, yeah, you keep like using magic on us with wands and you won't tell us how to use wands. That seems like a bit of bullshit. But you want to do <laughs> all your... It's been years since I've read the books. I'm, as I say, I'm rereading them now, but I'm only... Honestly, every, every, gob, every goblin rebellion that's explained in the book is like the goblins makes like some magic armor that does something cool and wizards are like, give, us that, you. give us that armor. And goblins are like, no, this is ours. We made it. And they're like, kill this is stealing. This is fucking bullshit. We're going to kill you, little fuckers. And you can't have a wand. <laughs> and if you get a wand, we're going to kill you for it, you little pricks. <laughs> you, can't, you can't have a wand. You Everything can't have a wand. Everything in the box is just like <laughs> wizards are the worst humans. No! Not even worse humans. You've worse. Got everyone. Go, go kill Tom and Dad. There's literally if you got um you know like any of the spin-off books no. that JK did for like um sport relief in that. Yeah, I've got them. She did the um the magical creatures one. And yeah. then the magical creatures one, if you read like centaurs and goblins and house elves and stuff like that in the little entries, it says like they specifically requested to be classified as magical creatures because they didn't want to be grouped with wizards because wizards were so bad. Well, JK, JK wrote that and wasn't afterwards like, hmm, I wonder who's the bad guys. They specifically asked to be classed as an animal. These three sentient creatures specifically requested to not be classed as wizards because they hated them that much. I'd rather be a... a, 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 a a cow and the centaurs like fought with Umbridge like called the centaurs beasts and that was like a big thing in the books where they were like you fucking prick we're way smarter than you and yet JK Rowling wrote wrote the books and was like centaurs would rather be classed as beasts because they don't want to be associated with wizards and she wasn't afterwards in the books like centaurs got their peace and got to live alone you know and got to be normal she was like they're still beasts that live in the woods. <laughs> They're still <laughs> beasts, though. That's one Wizards thing the are the only good actually, ones. Centaurs actually were right arseholes in the book. In the first one. They weren't. They were fucking fine. They just no, didn't want to get involved. They, they were arseholes in the book. They were like, they kept saying, like, oh, Mars looks red tonight. And they're like, what does that mean? It's like, it means Mars looks red tonight. It meant, it meant they weren't fucking humans. All the, uh, like... Non humans, there's, there's, what, there's no it's like friends. Are you friends? It's like, oh, Harry Potter, yeah, you want best watch out. There's one of them that clearly wants to help, the rest of them just can't be asked. Yeah, but if you read that, if you read it, it's like it's clearly the subtext is like, you know, he wants to help, but the rest of them are like, don't fucking help them because they're gonna fuck you right over later, which she definitely do. Because when he, like, he's the only one that helps, he's the only right. one that gets tied if you up. T- if you take that book in isolation and don't look into five books later, where which wasn't even thought about at the time, 
They're it was definitely arse- thought that. They're just being arseholes. They're just all being arseholes. All the sentient magical creatures that aren't human basically get fucked over. Why would they want to be friends with wizards? Okay, all right. So that's, that was a whole film ago. Look at the mer people, right? Okay, when they go down into the list That's two films later, Dan. All right, okay, that. sorry. My next note is Transfiguration Class. Bullshit. If you look in the top left corner, the, the baboon is having a wank. I missed that. I'm not going to lie. I did think that turning like a, a mouse or whatever into a cup seems pretty unethical. It's just seems pointless. Sorry, I forgot we were up to the second film. This is one of my points. You know when Malfoy does the snake spell when they're doing the duel? Yeah. And it creates this, the snake yeah. and Harry talks to it. Yeah. Yeah. And he makes the snake and Harry talks to it and he's like, shut up, snake, stop being a prick. Yeah. Is that snake an actual snake? I guess. He and like you said, out of thin air. And like you say, when they turn like a teapot into a fucking mouse or whatever, I mean, is it an like, actual it's like mouse? It's in life, isn't it? So I, I think, no, the snake is not a snake. Because this is an argument I've always thought, like, like you know, when you they turn like... I have no issue with killing that snake because it's not a real life. It's a curse. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, like, a, it's like a magic thing. murdered it. Yeah, straight away, it turned it into ash. But this is what I was thinking. You know when Hermione in like later films is like, you can't transfigure food or whatever? If she turned, if she turned a fucking sofa into a cow and killed it, could they eat that cow, or is it like? Does it just taste like sofa? Is it not a real thing? I don't understand. They need to explain it more. <laughs> it's a good point. It's my sofa tastes like shit, so I hope not. <laughs> That's just because you've been sitting on it without your pants on again, Liam. Very true. Um, one of the notes I had, by the way, was uh, Miriam Margulis plays Professor Sprout. And she's great. I was watching it with Shell, my wife, and yeah. my we, wife. My wife. We uh, <laughs> we only ever remember Miriam Margulies because we were, you know, the last leg, the TV yeah. show. She was on that once, and she said the word "cunt" on live TV. Oh yeah, yeah, that was ace. That was the best bit so of the show. We were sitting there wondering if on set, like on the bunch of the bloopers and that, she just called all the kids cunts. Who did she call a cunt? It was some Tory. Oh, nice. Love it. Yeah, she's sound. It was ace. So that was one of mine. I was like, I wonder if she called the kids cunts. I made a note that says, there's so much hand-holding and exposition, they literally explain things twice. So when... Oh, th- this film is awful for that. It's literally like Harry awful Potter. Awful film. So, someone says, oh, something to Harry Potter, and Harry Potter's like, oh, so wait. something will happen. Yeah, so... <laughs> Every single like, time. It's apologies potion. If, if I... Give us this, it'll you know we'll be able to do whatever because we'll turn into them. Then when and Harry like, so wait, if we drink this, we'll turn into that. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So annoying. It was the worst thing ever. I'm glad you brought that up. My worst part awful, of this film was awful, I awful, awful, awful. Worse than the first film. The second one. Yeah, oh, a lot worse. I I genuinely spaced out in this film like a couple of times, and I spaced out for like the first like. You know, I was watching, but sort of half watching for like the first 40 minutes, hour and 20 minutes, two hours. And then when they got to the Polyjuice potion scene, I was like, what? How, how is this only coming in now? It's like two hours in and nothing has happened in this that, film. That is one of my notes. Man, this film drags in the middle. 
it takes so long to get going. It's insane. My worst thing with Harry Potter books and films, everything is too convenient. Yeah. Like, and, and I know, you know, I know it's like kids' book, kids' films and all that shit. But I wish it was just a little bit more that was like, this was taught three years ago, but we learned this and we can use this. Well, every I really thing, think... Like, like, Philosopher's Stone, every single thing they do at the end is because they learned it in the first year. They, they made a point yeah. of like, we learned this. Every single thing in, throughout Harry Potter, the first four... Five films, four films at least, are like, we learned this specifically this year. I really think you've got to discount the first two films and books from the timeline, because before that, they weren't a big thing. They de- Yeah, they definitely changed. How about- I really think the third one was so good that it kicked off into a phenomenon. So before if- those... I don't feel like you can't count it. I'm looking forward to reading the third film. I feel, sorry, I'm looking forward to reading the third book. I feel like the third film isn't doesn't hold up as much as you think it does. Third book's the best book by far. I don't know about um, that. I have, but, I have a note here that says, Moaning Myrtle doesn't help herself. She had 50 years to sort of shit out. You'd think she'd learn. Yeah, just it is true. Soul. She's just a cunt. She's just been a bell <laughs> the entire time. He dead. Yeah, fifty what, years over it. He's one really of my notes was uh, when when uh, Harry and Ron are in disguise as Crab and Goyle, they are the least convincing people ever. It's like yeah. they've never heard the word pretending. <clears throat> Harry makes a point of saying, "Ron, you sound like Ron," but then Harry just goes and cracks on, sound like Harry. Yeah. Or, or as soon as like as soon as they're around him, and, like Mal- Malfoy says mudblood, and like. One of them gets up to like square up to him. I'm like, what? Just what are you doing? Have yeah. You, like, I no. thought it was a very odd choice that they chose to use the actual actors' voices. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Tends to be them. I thought it was super weird. Yeah, because it adds nothing. It adds absolutely nothing. And it they, just no, makes it more confusing. They fuck in my up opinion, anyway, because Harry still sounds like Harry. He's like, Ron's trying to put on a bit of a voice. Harry but it drops exactly immediately. And imagine how many how many takes they had to do for that. Because obviously they had to do the first one, then they had to do the recording over. Yeah, it not work. It's just so it bad. Any level, any, any level of like tenseness, and it just yeah, bizarre. And um, I also have um, McGonagall's like the school's not safe. So did you expect yeah, her to say stay alert? Because I did. <laughs> Well, it's just like, well, the school might not be saved, so we best teach you how to fight. And I yeah. still, don't arm them. Send Here's them a gun. Home. Something else yeah. I found very Here's weird. Yeah, right, this, this might be a bit dangerous here. Here's a loaded weapon. Here's a revolver, Something. Dan. Something look, I found look, weird when they did the... Uh... Just be, just fuck off and be away no. from us for a while. No. When, when they did the... Lock. When they did the dueling club and um, Snape like disarmed, uh, what's his name? Blackheart. Black Blackheart. Yeah, in the first one, then he goes, "Oh, maybe it'd be useful if we talk to Block first. And he goes, "Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. Let's get two students up." They don't say anything. They just go like no. two spells. No, no. Tell them <laughs> how to do it. Block. No, nah. Two spells. Yeah, good idea. But no, just fight each other. Let's teach them how to block. Okay, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> 
that I wasn't it. Actually, that scene missed. I felt like it missed. In the book, I've, I've, I'm not at this point yet rereading it. It's still on the first page. How slow are you? I don't get into the e-student shit. I, uh, but I remember Snape whispering. Into Malfoy's ear. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that snake spell, which kind of adds something to that, that you know, storyline. Another big bit in that I book like was like... That he just knows this thing that he throws out a snake. That's yeah. Like, what's that dude? It's a snake 10 feet away from me. I asked about it. Another big thing in the book was Harry learning to do, like, Expelliarmus, which is, like, his, like, signature spell for, like, 15 books. It's every character's signature spell for the next six films. So don't no, because the rest it's, of the characters aren't massive, massive dickheads. It's the Kamehameha of... Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's, like, his origin story, and in this film, you just completely gloss over it. They're just like, right, yeah, they use it once, and then they're like, all right, teach me how to block, and then Harry's like... Don't be a fucking prick, snake. <laughs> and then they kill it anyway. What? Why? Why doesn't Harry trust Dumbledore? Like Dumbledore calls him into his office, like a little bit afterwards, and he's like, "Anything you want to tell me?" And like Dumbledore's already proven himself to be like pretty on the level. See, I, he, I thought he like, just gave you like six billion people, points last year just so you could yeah, run the house cup. Out of all the people in there, they're like, you're a prick, you're a prick, you're a prick, you're a lying, you're a prick. There's one guy out of his circle of friends that's like, nah, I'll, I'll sort you out. I'll give you 50 hour points. See, I thought in both this know, film and... He's like, is, yeah, but you know, but is there anything you want to tell? I, I don't think you've killed these people, but I've petrified these people. But do you want to tell me anything? And at that point in the film, all Harry knows is that he's heard some voices and people have been petrified. So you'd probably be like, well, yeah, I haven't done it, but I have heard this shit, wouldn't you? Yeah. See, I thought in this film and this book that Dumbledore was, like, weirdly untrustworthy. He's meant to be like the world's greatest wizard and meant to be like so fucking super spot on, knows everything. Harry's like, I couldn't go through the barrier King's Cross and Dumbledore's like, mm, could you not though? Could you not though? Could you not do this? Could you not do this? We just hit the wrong wall, were you, Harry? Yeah. He's just an absolute prick. Completely out of character. He's over so much, just like, oh, really? That's weird. Yeah. Oh, well. Dumbledore, like fucking, I mean, let's be honest, Dumbledore is obsessed with Harry Potter. Like, he's absolutely obsessed with what he's doing, obviously, because we know later in the box he wants him to die for him in that. But the start of the box, he's like, "Mm, couldn't get through the wall, could you? I'll expel you if you do anything wrong again. And then the next time he does something wrong, and Harry's like, oh, it's because of this. Dumbledore's like, not so sure, though, Harry. Think you're wrong though, Harry. But, 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 but I think that's why you don't trust that, him. That plays back into why I thought Richard Harris was quite a good version of him because you were always kind of a little bit unsure with him. I thought he was a good Dumbledore he just, as well. He just wasn't like weird and eccentric enough. Like, no, I thought he was all. perfect for for that sort of. No, no, he was too. He was too Merlin-y. I and like the unreadability of him. Go back into that scene where the, the mirror of error said in the first film. Like, yeah, he's really the mirror is great, quirky, and, and kind of. This, no, you know, I think it lends more to the script than him, actually. Mm. Because disagree. Like, no, because there's there's points where oh. he gets. Chances yeah, I do to disagree. Shine. 
because like the the mirror and at the very end when he's in the hospital and he's like hey, you know this i want to try this shit i don't like the michael the gambon because i think the michael gambon is too much of like an actiony dumbledore where he's like he's running into yeah, fuck I shit want, up i want dumbledore kicking ass no, I want him to be like an old man. That's the point of him. He's like supposed to be like hundred odd year, years not, old. He's meant to be this fucking weird as fuck quirky guy that's cool as shit. Yeah, he's, he's like 110. He's he's he's... Fairly, yeah, but he's meant to be cool as shit, but weird. But he can't kick off anymore. I mean, yeah, to be fair, even, Dumbledore. Even so, I still think Richard Harris plays it way quirkier than Gambon ever does. Yeah, I don't like Gambon as Dumbledore. Yeah, but I can't imagine Richard Harris doing the action scenes. Possibly not. Yeah, but I can imagine him doing the action scenes he was, the right way where he's like chill and like... seven years old when he did Harry Potter 1, but he looks literally like 170. Like, Which he should. He should. He should as a character, not as himself. I just, I just, I mean, to be fair, the timelines of Harry Potter are all fucked up. Like, why is Voldemort like eight years old? He's not. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's, he's like born in the 1940s or something mental. Yeah, apparently so. Or he was like a teen in the 1940s. Um, my last note, particularly on this one. Yeah, because we've only got a couple of minutes left. Is uh, number it's part, it's, it's two parts. Number one, Jason Isaacs is the MVP of this film. He absolutely nails every scene he's in. And secondly, was he really at the end about to, bearing in mind how little he thinks of house elves? Was he literally about to murder the Harry Potter on Hogwarts grounds over a house elf? Just lost me a slave, so I'll kill you. I'm going to literally murder you right here in Hogwarts. I will kill you. I have the exact. Um, He's too good actor for these films. Yeah, definitely. So I haven't got four minutes and thirty-two seconds. Is not enough time for the rest of my notes. I have the same thing. I love my note says love Lucius Malfoy. Um, the cane one is sick. Literally tries to kill Harry at the end for freeing Dobbs. In fact, I didn't put Dobby, I put Dobster. <laughs> can, I bring up, can I bring up one quick point of something that really, really annoys me in the film? Go on. So in the book, they say that, you know, the basilisk, it gets blinded, it he can smell you. And in the yeah. film, they say the basilisk is blinded, he can hear you. Which is annoying just because, you know, snakes aren't great heroes. Such an odd change. And then I figured out why they changed it, because the Basilic, like, had to do the nose to Harry's face and then he could choke the rock. That's why they changed it, because they wanted that single scene. But I fucking hated that single scene. It was so bad. It was so badly acted. It just looked awful. I hated it. I really disliked it. I thought Fair it was enough. such a poor choice. <laughs> I hated the fact that, like, they changed, like I say, they changed it to hear and say smell, and then the fact that they put the basilisk up to Harry's face going like this. That basilisk looks sick, by the way. Even Yeah, it did look even good. Today, even today, that looks like, that's a good effect. It I was think that's good. where the entire special effects budget went, but yeah. yeah. But it was smelling his face, <clears> and then he chucked a rock, and the basilisk went like this. So, uh, so uh, because the animators obviously knew what they were doing with the snake smelling, it annoyed yeah. me so much. Sorry, we're really go short on time, but like, so Forks the fucking the phoenix comes in, flies in out of nowhere, and just drops a hat. And Harry's like, "Oh yeah, here's a hat." <laughs> and then the fucking rewatch it, 
and the basilisk comes in, and before Harry runs, he literally just fucks the hat off. Like, he just lobs it and runs off the other way. And I burst out laughing watching it, because like, clearly this thing is an important thing. Yeah. For the situation. Otherwise, like, what am I going to do? Fucking wear it. And, yeah, and he just shows it. And then the snake comes in and he goes, he just fucking loves it. He could have used it for so much as well. He knows if he looks at the bass like he's going to die, but he doesn't even put it on to cover his eyes. <laughs> Another point that pisses me off, actually, about the book and the film. Tom Marvola Riddle, I know I've already brought this up, yeah. slashing to I Am Lord Voldemort. Fuck right off. It's, it's so stupid. It annoyed me in the book, but it annoyed me more in the film. Yeah, I like think... it. I like the fact that I feel like Voldemort is the kind of guy that would take that time to write, to make that Yeah, job. but saying like Lord Voldemort would make sense. I am Lord Voldemort is fucking stupid. The thing was as well, Marvolo seems like just a word that she made up on the spot because it fit with the letters. Yeah, you know what happened in France, don't you? But You know, you know what his middle like, name was? A bunch of kids in like 99, you well, got no, what was it in Marvolo. Elvis. Because <laughs> his name was like Le Petit Moore or something. Then I right. can't remember what it was. But they had to put Elvis as his middle name. Tom Elvis was, Riddle. It was just the fact that I am. Why could they not just put like Lord Voldemort? Why did they have to put I am? Well, he did. So fucking don't piss me off so much. Um, Yeah, I agree. I also put the spider chase is genuinely tense and scary. No, it's not. It's bullshit. We'll come back to this next time on Harry Potter in about 15 episodes because we can't do another Harry Potter episode next week. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, And we're done. Everybody wants to. Get us on Twitter, it's at LTAN pod and at Gmail. It is let's talk about nothing pod at gmail.com. Thank you, Aaron. And uh, as we sign off every episode, bye. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> I'll change the ending, you little fucker. Watch me. <laughs> <laughs>